When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone welcome to spice chaos it is time for a regular episode yep it should be full length and then some (laughs) um yes it definitely will be full length and then some and your hosts are caitlin from creating in chaos that's right and leanne from spice plans that's me so caitlin what's up Who is on the show today? Oh my gosh. Okay. So we have, and I kind of go way back with this girl, like way back as far as planner terms go, you know, but this lady, uh, Elaine Michelle is phenomenal. Um, I found her kind of in a roundabout way in the planner community a couple of years ago. And I started following her on Instagram. Um, she used to do these like really fun, like kind of like girls night in type lives where like she would just sit and like kind of chat and like we would all have like a good time. Um, sometimes there would be a little petty in there, you know, but it would be fun. <laughs> um, so that is kind of how I found her. And then she has like a YouTube channel. She's all about getting her budget on and doing all of that. I I need that in my life. <laughs> like I need to follow somebody with budget skills. Yeah, same. Yep, and she's also good friends with um, our friend Shay, with Shay Budgets, who was on our show before. So, yeah. So, yeah, I kind of knew her in that circle before, and I'm so excited to talk to her more on the show and, like, get to know her on, like, a to get really deep with her on the show. Yeah, so am I. And, you know, we're, this is going to be kind of a departure from our Happy Planner Squad celebration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we did that for you know, so long and that was so much fun. And I feel like we talked to a lot of really cool people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, You know, that was some really awesome, you know, weeks that we had those folks on the show. And Mm -hmm. um, now we're kind of moving over to the Aaron Condren side of things. And there's been some turmoil in that community. So um, it's going to be kind of cool to hear um, Elaine Michelle's perspective on the whole thing. And I just have to say that um, I found her at the Erin Condren Town Hall. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yes. And when I saw her, you know, when I heard her speak at the town hall, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be my like best friend. I'm going to find her and claim her. And she's just, she's going to, she's never going to be able to shake me now. And I told Caitlin, <laughs> we have to well, have her for the show. And of course, Caitlin yeah. already knew her. And I was like, yes. I already know crazy i know leanne was like oh i found this like michelle girl on the the aaron condren town hall and i was like are you talking about elaine michelle because she is a boss she is a boss babe and i love her yeah so anyway it's just we're very very excited to have her on the show and we think that it's going to be a great one we really do yes we know it's going to be a great one we know it's going to be a great one so you guys buckle up yeah settle in because it's probably going to be a long one we have a lot of stuff to talk about 
Yep. And um, we are going to talk about some heavy topics because there's heaviness kind of going on in the world and in the planner community. But, you know, we'll kind of give it our, our, our little flair. Yeah. So um, how about if we go ahead and let her let her come in? So, yeah, just, you know, they, they've heard enough from us for the past That's couple true. of weeks. So we'll go ahead and bring her on. So. All right. Hello, E. Michelle. Welcome to Spiced Chaos. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm excited. Oh, we are beyond excited. I have been telling Caitlin all week that this is like so exciting for me. I I feel I feel like I have missed out. Like Caitlin says that she has known you for all this time and that she's yeah. been following you. And I just I just found you like last week at the Erin Condren Town Hall. And I was like, yes, we've got to get her for the show. And then, and then you said yes. And I was just like, oh, we're just so lucky. So welcome. And thank you for, for being here. Oh, yeah, no thank problem. you for being here. Thank you, guys. I, I'm always excited when people ask me to do stuff because you would be surprised how many people like don't ask me. And I'm like, I must not be very welcoming. So I'm going to work on oh. that so more people can ask because I love to talk. So yeah. that's the whole thing. But yeah. <laughs> really, I would not have picked up on, on that, like looking at your Instagram. I would have not thought. But I mean, I haven't seen I haven't seen you in stories or anything. I've only seen you in like your in, in the town hall that we were in. And, you know, I knew immediately that you would be that you would be great for us to talk to. And we have so much to talk about because we really do. Um, you know, you and I have a lot in common right now. So I just, I feel like that there's so much to say. And we on Spice Chaos have spent a lot of our time lately with the members of the Happy Planner Squad. Mm-hmm. And now we're kind of shifting gears and we're moving over and doing some other things. So it's nice for you to be kind of our first guest, like kind of ushering in a new time on the show, um, you know, kind of dealing with some other kind of topics and things like that. So, um, yeah, this is exciting. Um, Can you take just a little minute and like introduce yourself to everyone that maybe doesn't, you know, if anybody doesn't know you or tell us where they can, you know, where they can find you and just uh, just introduce yourself a little. Yeah, well, I am Elaine Michelle, a.k.a. E. Michelle, or just plain old Michelle. And I like to say I'm your bestie for everything to help you save money and get your life together and have fun while doing it. And I love for people to walk in their purpose. And so that's become my purpose is helping people walk into theirs. Um, you can find me at Elaine Michelle Official. I just changed my name, so that was kind of hard to remember. <laughs> it's Elaine Michelle Official on Instagram um, and E. Michelle on YouTube. Awesome. And I love that. I love the official in your name. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. uh, I, I have Caitlin a little official about an in official. my name too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So why the rebranding? What made you decide to change? Um, okay. So fun fact, uh, there's another person named Elaine Michelle and she's over in the like UK, I think, and she doesn't use her name. So I couldn't get the Instagram name, so I had to add official behind it. Yeah, um, same. <laughs> exact same thing. There's a smaller creator with creating in chaos. Who, yeah. Yep. So I'm just like, I'll just add this. It's fine. It's that like okay. small piece of branding that you learn. You're like, oh, okay, fine. I'll just take it and yeah. run with it. Um, and But for me, I wanted to rebrand because I was just ready to kind of um, take a step in a, not in a different direction, but in a more bigger direction because when I put plans behind my name it kind of 
limited me to just being in like a planner community and I was ready to grow and, you know, do some other things and step out. So I wanted to just go back to Elaine Michelle. Now that I had the following and people knew me for other things outside of planning, I wanted to kind of branch out. And so that's where the Elaine Michelle official came from. And it just makes me feel like all brand conscious and stuff. Like I feel all good and dreamy inside. (laughs) I love it. The rebrand can be really fun. I went through that also. So I, I I relate to that for sure. Yes. I was a fan of Caitlin's back when she was beans and me too. That's that's the, okay. Look, so when I met her, she was beans and monkeys. Okay. That's how I saw her. And I was like, who is this lady with these, the little uh, cartoon would pop up. And I loved her intro because it was her, her husband, the kids and the dog. And they would like pop up. It was so stinking cute. And I was like, wow. And she was just, listen, she was no holds bar. And by that, I mean, Caitlin, you literally like didn't give, I, I'm not going to cuss, but she you yeah. didn't give a care. Okay. It was right. like, I am Still who true. I am. <laughs> and you know, I, this is what you're going to get this planner. You're going to get this life <laughs> and this is it. And that's why I, I, you know, I fell in love with you and been following you ever since. So yeah. <laughs> oh, that was really sweet. Well, I have always felt the same about you. And I mean, I started watching your like Instagram stories when I first started Instagram, like a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, this girl's like a party in her Instagram stories. Like it's so much fun over here. <laughs> so I just, I just, you were my bestie in stories for sure. Yay. Oh, you guys are super cute. Well, I, when, I went, when I went to your Instagram for the first time, um, Elaine, Michelle, um, <laughs> I mean, I've been to Caitlin's tons, but when I went yeah. to yours, um, the first thing I saw was that it was kind of a little bit of everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, I knew um, then kind of why, you know, you had changed the name because it, I have seen a lot lately. I've seen a lot of planners um, that were just at first kind of planner girls. And um, when we had Evelyn on the show a couple of weeks ago, she used to be um, Caitlin, what was her name before she was grow together with Eve? Do you remember? Plan, planning day Pl- Eve. Planning day planning Eve. Day that's, Eve. Mm-hmm. that's right. And, you know, now that she's kind of, you know, thinking about going in some other directions, maybe she changed her name. And I think that that's kind of smart because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you do focus on, I mean, you've got your nails on there and your budgeting mm-hmm. stuff and just all kinds of other things on there. So, you know, it's smart to think that way because, I mean, in this day where we have this social media hustle that we do, branding Mm -hmm. is really important. And it really is. It's like the number one thing. Um, And when you first get started, you don't know. I mean, unless you already have like a business and stuff and you kind of know. But when you're just getting started, you just want to join a community. You want to jump in. And so, you know, you add whatever is behind there, which is smart because that's how people can find you. But what happens is we evolve and we don't stay the same, which is good. We shouldn't. Um, So then you realize, okay, well, I like other stuff and I want to show my other stuff that I like. And then there's people who like the other stuff that you do. And so, boom, you're like, okay, I got to change this. And I think that's good. It's it's constantly recreating yourself and always looking for growth. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So long story short, anybody who's looking (laughs) to start a blog or an Instagram, think about what you're going to call it, because I was the same way. I was just like, I want to jump in and join this fun YouTube platform. And I just Mm want to do all the things. And I was like, well, what name could I have? That's cute. Like, yeah, I do. But I didn't Mm -hmm. actually think about like branding it. So, right. Yeah. 
And I right. think when I first started, I was um I <laughs> my name on there was uh, pretty me down on YouTube years ago okay yeah it was but it was a song and it was like okay um it was called booty me down and I love that song because if you guys don't know I like to twerk okay so that's another side thing so I really (laughs) thought that I could like change it up and I'll be pretty me down and what I realized um after I think it was Jackie Ina because I did makeup and stuff for a while and Jackie Ina changed her name I can't even remember what her name was before but anyway she had like this weird name before and then she just went to a solid name for her and it was to help when she got um with brands so -hmm. that she would be able to use her name people would know it was her and not um one two three me down or you know whatever like it was actually a person they were talking to and so Mm -hmm. it made sense to me to want to do that so that was just one of the things that I did but I laugh all the time at the different names I used to have (laughs) totally absolutely yeah it's kind of like when you look back over the years at all your different email addresses Mm. Uh, (laughs) yes you know like like, secret diary for all yes (laughs) (laughs) because like when I think about like all the different things you know because like when you get to college and you want your email address to be like sexy or something you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. you know but then when it's time like after you graduate from college and you have to go get your job like you can't be like sexy boo kitten 28 no. and you try exactly. to put it on your resume you know exactly. you got to be something professional on your resume <laughs> oh so, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> because I used to work in human resources before I was a teacher And there were people that left those kind of email addresses on their resumes. And I was like, "Mm, mm, 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 this is not, you should have rethought this decision. Right. Um, (laughs) Oh, jeez. Yeah. But, um, you know, I didn't think about when I started Spice Plans, I didn't think about what if I ever want to do something besides planning with this when Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, so I, who knows? Um, So far I haven't felt like morphing into anything different, but. Um, you know, as of right now, I like it right now, but I put up that picture of myself recently in a bathing suit. So, I mean, I, I would kind of like to, I would kind of yep. like to do a little bit of that, um, you know, like body positivity stuff. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. I'm all about that. And yeah. I don't want to do, I don't want to open a whole new Instagram for that, but I don't mm-hmm. know that spice plans is the right place for me to put that stuff. So I, Yep. I don't know. We, we, I may have to get back in touch with you and we need to talk about some rebranding and figure out like we can all spitball some different names and stuff yeah, like that. But it's just, all like, I'm hearing is the spiced life. I don't know what you feel about that. Yeah. That way you can, because I think like when we do planning, our planner is just like the basis of who we are. Right. And it helps Mm -hmm. us to be all these other amazing things in life. So I feel like you can still have your planner life and then do all the other stuff when you just add life behind it. That's right. That's right. Yep. And that's why I went with creating in chaos. Cause like you could create anything, like you could create your life, you could create Mm -hmm. your planner, you can really create anything. And Leanne knows my life is not anything if it's not chaotic for sure. That's really true. It's, yeah. It's sometimes, um, sometimes I feel like I too am creating in chaos and I'm like, that's what I'm doing today. Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm creating in chaos today. Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, so how has quarantine been? What is, what does quarantine look like for you? That's something that we've been interested in talking to all of our guests about has thing, have things been different or, 
You we know realize what? that our life is already quarantined anyway. Caitlin, you <laughs> stay home. Yeah, I am like but. a super introvert, and I like my life was quarantined before. I just need it to be safe for me to go to my nail lady, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, my quarantine life was a little bit stressful in the beginning um, because the first thing that happened is they closed schools before, um, like, anything else. And so I was worried about where my son was going to go and who was going to take care of him because I was considered a quote unquote essential worker. And we'll get to that in just a minute. Um, and so I was still working and trying to figure out how all of this was going to happen. So that was stressful in the beginning. Um, and then they got a little bit lax um, with my job, uh, giving us some Fridays off. And then um, they, yeah, I was still essential. And then I had some family members who were no longer working as well because of quarantine. So I, I felt a lot less stressed out about that, but that was my biggest stressor. I'm already like, um, I'm a social introvert. Okay. So I love to be social, but I also like to be by myself. And mm-hmm. so this was just the perfect time for me to have an excuse that I really don't have to go anywhere. So like when I would flake on people and be like, oh yeah, I'm coming and not really be in my snuggly blanket. Um, I didn't have to, you know, say I was coming anymore. I'll just be in my snuggly blanket. So I really have been enjoying quarantine because I've just been able to really focus on things that are important. Um, I recently lost, well, not, I'm not gonna say I lost my job. I recently was laid off and, um, I, I can't say enough that that was probably like one of the best things that ever happened to me. And I was happy that it happened kind of like towards, well, what we thought was going to be the end of the quarantine season, but here we are still here. Um, And I feel like that was probably the biggest thing that I was stressed out about afterwards, but now I'm okay. But that was like, quarantine was like, oh, kind of iffy. And then it was like, yay. And then it was like, oh. So that's kind of like my emotions <laughs> of quarantine here. But I'm enjoying this time of just, you know, learning more about myself. I don't have a boyfriend for like the first time in my life. This is like really weird. Um, I'm ignoring and blocking people left and right that don't, you know, go with my energy because I've found a centering place in my house and I just don't want it to be disturbed. So, yeah, quarantine has been in eh, and yay. So yay. that's what I got. <laughs> wow yeah. so and no boyfriend right now so that's fun yeah it's you know <laughs> it's uh it's fun to a certain extent like right now I need to call somebody to come fix my toilet but normally I would just call a boyfriend over and have him fix it my brother's out of town so here I am a damsel in distress and I'm like I really don't want to call my ex but <laughs> He might, he might have to get that call today if I don't get this story. Right. <laughs> well, right. and our listening, our listening family knows that um, I am currently separated from my husband. Ooh, and okay. um, so, you know, I, I can, I can kind of relate. I can kind of mm-hmm. relate to, you know, looking around my house, like, okay, there's a lot of things in this house that he used to do that I'm having to do now. Mm-hmm. I mean, like taking out garbage and things that like stuff that I never had to touch. And I'm exactly. just kind of like, um, are like the grass is starting to get long and I'm just like, could you come and mow this? Like, I know that you don't live here right now, but I need for you to come and mow this grass. And, right. Um, you know, and I've, I've even pictured myself like getting out in the garage and trying to get the lawnmower out and figure out how to work it myself. But I just... That's what so you so, should do. That's what I you feel, should do, girl. No, I feel so sorry when I see ladies outside mowing. Like, I feel sorry for those ladies. Like, I don't know. Ooh, it's too hot for that. I can't. No, <laughs> I just, see, I really do. Like, I feel bad for women when I see them outside mowing. I feel like, who hurt you? Like, what? Right. 
Right. Well, here's what here's what you do. Just turn your entire front yard and backyard into a garden, and then you won't have to mow. Well, my I, we, I live on a hill, so I don't know oh. what grows on the on a full. <laughs> that probably like, won't work. Pond. That won't work. So, but every time my parents come over to check on me, my mom's like, "What are you going to do about this yard?" And I'm just like, like, like could dad just mow it? Like, right. But I'm like, well, I sit inside. I don't look at the yard. I don't care what the yard. Right. Is. I don't care about the yard. It's. I don't see the yard. I don't. I don't notice this yard. Um. So. Right. But, and I but kind no, of feel like, like that's generational, almost. Like, cause we we feel kind of similarly about that. Like, we don't really like care about the yard as much as you know my parents might do, might actually. Right. Care about but it. there are people in my neighborhood that really do care about their yards and would mm-hmm. probably like. They would probably like it if I would care about mine. Too. <laughs> um. So. So I, and I do occasionally I'll text him and say, when you drop the kids off, I'm going to need you to mow this grass. But mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and like call somebody and hire somebody to mow the grass. I don't yep. know. That was going to be know. my suggestion. Just, you know, hire a kid down the street. They're yeah. good for, you know, a good 20 bucks to yeah, mow, mow the grass. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and you're, you may have to just call a, a guy and you know you may have to just look somebody up in the what is it does anybody have a phone book anymore that could fix a toilet I mean, <laughs> you know google, it, the it, new phone be, book is called google yeah. right because of like quarantine and stuff so many people aren't doing like house visits and stuff so i'm almost like i'm really yeah i'm probably gonna end up having to call him but that's gonna be it like hey come fix this toilet and then i need you to dip like hey <laughs> yeah you gotta go you so, have to go you can't yeah. stay here yeah, can't yeah. stay mm-hmm. here today, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. Um, so, well, you said that you got you got laid off. So, are you going to just throw yourself into social media world? Yeah, or are you that was going to be my else? question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I feel like um, this is so crazy. So, back in December, I actually created a blog for Vlogmas, and I never posted it, but. Um, I was like literally breaking down and talking about how I wish that like I had a spouse that I would feel comfortable with leaving my job um, and pursuing my dreams of, you know, my career in social media. And so that was December and I still don't have a spouse, but that hopefully that's coming. But I got laid off and they still gave me a severance. They've given me vacation pay and I'm still good to like survive for a couple more months before I have to really start panicking. Um, (laughs) So I feel like this is really like the answer that I was looking for where I don't have to go to work and I can really truly focus in on what I want to do because I'm growing up now. I feel like I'm officially a grown up and I've built these different skills and you know, learn these different things. And I really should be able to focus in on them now. And so I'm going in head first. Um, yesterday, I did a photo shoot um, for myself for my website. So I really could like get into blogging and have pictures and have a headshot and have these different things that's going to help expand my brand as I'm trying to grow. So I'm doing all these things now that I never had a chance to do because I was so focused on working my nine to five. I would get home. I'd be tired. I also have a sticker shop. So I was like working the sticker shop. Of course, I'm a single mom. So you throw all that in there. Baby girl was tired. So I really am thankful for this time of being laid off. And if I go back to work, you know, that's fine. I'm looking for something that's not going to require too much from me because I do enjoy what I do at home more so. Um, So right now I'm actually working for my brother, I guess, quote unquote, part time. Uh, He's somehow managed to get me to work Monday through Friday these last two weeks. 
even oh. though I said I was only going to work like three days a week, but you know, that's okay. It's my brother, but he will have to pay me. Right. Um, so, um, doing that kind of um, gets uh, some more money coming in and I'm helping my brother. So that makes me feel like I'm, you know, walking in purpose at the same time. So it, I'm just in this like smiling season, just waiting to see what happens next. Yes. That all sounds super exciting. I love that. I love the, you know, that you kind of got this sign to like go full time for social media. Mm-hmm. Love that. I love it so much. And I love the idea of being in a smiling season. Yes. Oh, because, I love that too. Yeah. Cause June for me was like the crying season. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I mean, I don't know how many times I called Caitlin in June, just kind of crying. And um, July is starting to look better. Um, I, I feel like I'm kind of going into a smiling season too. So mm-hmm. I think that I love calling it that. That's such a great, that's such a great way to, that's such a great way to look at it. And um the second half of 2020 has to be better, y'all. Like, it, has it has to, to be. Oh has my to. gosh, right? Um, Jeez. It, it just, it has to be, it just, there's, this cannot, this cannot turn into, I mean, it's only been the first six months that has been really sucky. Mm-hmm. So it could still turn itself around and end up being like our year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Exactly. You know and even we- even so, you know, one thing about um, when you start looking at things and you change your mindset, honestly, even though this has been one of the roughest, toughest years, like ready to pull things out, so many great things have come out of this year that we yes. would have never got if we weren't able to have this standstill that we're in right now. Um, I was talking, I went home after I got laid off. I took a week off and went home to my parents and I got a chance to just kind of talk with them and sit with them, which was so centering. And one of the things we talked about was like, why is all of this stuff happening right now today? Why is it going on? Why are we having Corona? Why are we having, you know, fighting for social justice right now? Like what's going on? Right. And so what got me thinking even more was like, there's always a purpose to every single thing that happens. If the world was moving so fast, we would be missing out on so many different things because we've just been moving. We've just been going, going, going and not taking self-care for us. Um, A lot of people and even though people are like finding out they don't really, you know, them and their spouse aren't really getting along and Mm -hmm. maybe they don't really like each other. But that's some things that you would have never found out. You would have kept going if you were if we didn't have Rona and Uh with the social injustices, like with the Black Lives Matter thing. It's so funny. People were like, well, why George Floyd? And I said, well, why not George Floyd? Everyone else was sitting down. We finally had an opportunity for the world to be at a standstill and actually have to see something so hurtful that it made you want to stand up and say, this isn't right. So now that people have the time to do it, I feel like that's why stuff like this is happening. There's always something to come out of that storm. Um, I don't know if you guys, I'm a big Mariah Carey fan. So, you know, um, but she believed in rainbows and Mm -hmm. after every rainbow comes I mean, after every storm comes a rainbow. And so when we think about life like that and we change our mindset of, okay, this has been a horrible year, but what has come out of this storm? What rainbows are you seeing self-wise, family-wise, career-wise? What are your rainbows? And when you start focusing on your rainbows versus the storms, that smiling season begins to happen. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Yeah. I love that. Yes. <laughs> So when you say, you know, when people are saying, why George Floyd, 
do you feel like that it really did? Because there have been so many others before him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, there have been other protests and there have been other marches and there have been times when the country has taken a minute to look at this. But this does seem to have been the boiling point, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that the coronavirus did have something to do with that? The fact that we were all at home and the fact that we were all essentially doing nothing at the time? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Almost if the world had been spinning the same way that it had before, that we would have seen what happened to George Floyd and said, oh, that's a shame and kept moving the way we were before. Yeah, because if you think about it, when when this stuff happened, we would have been in the middle of what finals, like close to finals for basketball. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, yeah, we would have been uh, baseball would have been on. Um, let's see what else. We can think of a lot of things uh, pre-Olympics, maybe. I don't know if this was the year, but I'm thinking about things that kind of happened during this time. And then on top of that, it was after a holiday. So people were, you know, they would have been back to work in the hustle and bustle of everything. But because we were here and you you had no choice. And like I told people, like I accidentally watched a murder and that's not what I like. Any other thing that I've seen before, I've been prepared for it. It's like, okay, um, here's the death of such and such. Or, you know, you make a choice whether or not you want to watch it. But I was not prepared. I I saw the video pretty early on before, you know, the um, people started like putting the trigger warning and stuff like that on it. And so I looked at it and I'm like, I would have been busy. I would have been at work. You know, Mm -hmm. I would have been at work, not able to watch an eight minute and 46 second video. Yeah. But, you know, here I am. I, I watched the whole thing from start to finish and I took notes and I, I looked and I, I figured out what was going on. And so I feel like this was the time for it to happen because we so often don't realize what other people are experiencing because it's not our experience. And it doesn't negate what that other person is going through. It just is. We just don't live that same way. So we aren't able to see how other things go. And so I think about that in the whole, um, like the racism and black versus white and white privilege and things like that. And I have to continue to say the same thing that, um, I'm a Christian. And so the way I look at things is from the eye lens of love being first. And so I always work on educating. Now, if you blatantly disrespect me, you know, and I've told you how you make me feel or how this makes me feel and you still disrespect me, then no, I don't have to deal with you anymore. But from the sense of everything that's going on right now, it's just been an eye opener, something that many people didn't have to see before because it wasn't in their face. And this one was like literally in your face. You couldn't even see an end pick up the story and they ran all the way through like they showed it all day long. So, mm-hmm. you know, it gets deep when they start getting the story and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. so do you think that the response from America has been better this time around than in the past? I think so. I think we've realized that we needed a change, that something needed to change. What we saw was it, it was something that could really be detrimental to, to a community. And when you see that happening and you see that that was just unfair and how that could have been handled differently. I think America for the first time kind of saw what we see every day as black people. And yeah. I, I feel like that's, that's what this brought about was just that vision that maybe hadn't been forced upon anybody before. Right. Yeah. And there were there, I have actually, and 
in dealing with people in my life that maybe don't see things the way I do, um, you know, I, I've had people say it's, it hasn't been responsible for people to be in the streets marching, you know, because of coronavirus. And one of the things that I have, have felt and, and continue to feel is that police brutality and systemic racism is more dangerous than the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Word. Word. It has yes. been around much longer than the coronavirus and has been a global pandemic longer than the coronavirus. Yes. And has been a problem in this country for longer. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, I, I think that people are willing to risk catching this virus or being exposed to this virus to stand up for this issue. And yep. um, as far as how it has, you know, affected the planner community, because that's kind of the little bubble that we're in. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's been so interesting to see how it has run through our little community. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. that is kind of what Caitlin and I have talked about on the show for like the past few weeks is, you know, what we have seen in our own community and the response of the, you know, the different, the different planner companies and things like that. Uh, what brought you to this community in the first place? We'll, you know, we'll obviously get into, you know, kind of how you feel about the community's response to all this soon, you know, in a little while, but what, mm-hmm. what, what brought you here? Like where, how, well, did, you, how did you find it this? It started when I was a wee little pup. Um, <laughs> I was probably about three years old when I got my first bladder. <laughs> um, Once upon a time. <laughs> um, no, so like I've been planning since I can remember. I remember my dad having a file of facts and he gave it to me like just to use and play around with. And I've like I used to play school and you know imaginary stuff. I I grew up as the only child in my house because my brothers. There's like a 13 year gap between us. So. Um, I'm also the only girl. Nobody wanted to play uh, Barbies or store or anything with me because they was grown and, you know, about their business. So <laughs> I began to um, plan that that far ago. And I remember Lisa Frank. And that was like the life of my party. And my mom would like get me a new Lisa Frank printer like every single year. I had no plans, but, you know, there's that. <laughs> Um, and then at school, I was probably the only kid that used their planner, like for the purpose of using the planner. I would write out my assignments. I would highlight in there. Um, my friends would actually come and get my planner to see what assignments that they had or what they were missing. Cause they knew I would have it in there. Um, and I like that, that was a time where agenda books were being used for like, you had to have that in order to be in the hallways and stuff like that. So, yeah, but I actually used my planner. And then when I got to college, same thing. I always love planners. I'm the girl that would like go to Kroger and get a planner just because Walgreens get a planner just because. And then after I graduated and I was just kind of in this weird space of adulthood, I was like, mm, I don't know. I need something to help me get my life together. And so I started um, looking on like on YouTube and I was like, randomly watching a makeup video and some girl was like I'm giving away an Erin Condren planner and I was like a what kind of planner (laughs) okay and then she started flipping through I was like this is amazing Mm -hmm. this is everything my life has ever wanted I I need this in my life and then she started showing me stickers I was like people play with stickers (laughs) I need this and so um, I started looking into it. My very first um, Aaron Condren was actually one I purchased off of Amazon because I wasn't sure I was ready to commit to that big price point on there. And so um, I, I 
instantly just got in. I started with printable stickers and then I started ordering kits and realized I was spending hundreds of dollars that I really didn't have, but I liked pretty things in my planner. And so, yeah, I've been here ever since. <laughs> wow. That, I feel like that's a similar story to a lot of folks mm-hmm. in the planner community. I feel like all of us are like, yeah, I used my school planner. Of course I used it. Mm-hmm. I loved that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's a beautiful story. That's, I love, these are my, those are my, some of my favorite stories. I, I love to hear people say, well, I had my agenda in the hall because it was my hall pass, but I actually wrote in it too. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> um, so, and you said that you do have a sticker shop. Yes, I do. So plug I, your sticker shop. Talk, like, talk about what is like what what is your sticker shop? Oh, so it's Elay Michelle Studio, and it's really just functional stickers. I found that there were stickers that I just needed to have. Like, I love icon stickers, and just something I can stick really quickly. I have a pretty nice handwriting, so I really didn't need people to write like write stuff for me. I just wanted a little icon that I could quickly see because I'm a visual learner. And so that's what I did. I created a shop around things that I needed in my life and sold it to other people. <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to have to go to your shop then because I, I am nothing if not like in love with buying and buying and buying off of, <laughs> off of Etsy shop. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is my jam. Okay. So, and then, well, I have to say though, you have to, you have to, you have to admit that you have expensive taste when your first planner is a, is an Aaron Condren. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, that is, that is definitely, um, uh, when you're like, okay, so I'm going to enter this planner community and I'm going to get the most expensive planner that is available. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, um, so what about now? What are you using right now? Um, so I'm still using an expensive planner. Uh, <laughs> I actually am in my main planner is a Notik A5 planner, and she's actually a, a black owned business that um, I was looking for. I actually was looking for cloth and paper. She had a black A5 planner um, and I wanted to find that, but I couldn't find it. She didn't have it in stock. And so I searched and randomly something popped up on my timeline. And there it was. There was this beautiful, gorgeous pink planner and I was like what there's a pink planner I need it it had rose gold rings inside if you can understand my eyes and my my heart was just jumping and everything about it was exciting me and so I ordered it and then I reached out to the company and told them you know hey I just ordered your planner I'm a youtuber and I always like to sell people that just in case they want to send something extra to Mm -hmm. not that I want anything extra but so they have the opportunity and plus to know that I'll be putting their products on my channel so that they can go and watch it and you know see because that's what we do as influencers um Mm -hmm. so I did that and you guys I've been in love with this planner since then it's it's absolutely gorgeous I have three of them now I want to yeah because I have a black quilted one I have the Safino uh blush one with the rose gold rings and then now I have the quilted pink one and I use that one I also was using my Erin Condren planner um I had the vertical because I like to still sticker plan my A5 is more so like my on-the-go planner and I was still using my Erin Condren for decorative um stuff and I was ready to get into my daily duo and Mm-hmm. all of this stuff popped off and so yep. now you know um in order for me not to get burned at the stake you know I kind of have to put that one over to the side for now 
and figure out, you know, what it is I'm going to do. But I'm very grateful that I did not. And I just want to plug this little piece here. Sometimes we get so caught up and wrapped up in one company as influencers that when something like this happens, we don't have anything else to go to. So I think it's really important that we see what we can see out there. And I know a lot of people are like, well, you, I do a lot of planner reviews, not just for myself, but I do it for other people because what works for me may not work for somebody else. And mm-hmm. so in a sense of what just happened with, uh, with Aaron Condren, I was able to just, you know, kind of look under my, my, uh, my little cabinet here, <laughs> my little table and was like, Oh, let me pull this one out then since I can't use hers. <laughs> let me go and grab this one. And, and that made me feel good that I, that I had those options open. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, rose gold rings sound beautiful, but rings scare me. Same. I'm in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, Caitlin and I have talked about this before off the show that um, we, we have some planners, you know, in our, in our own cabinets um, yep. that we love that have mm-hmm. rings, but that rings and binders frighten us a little bit. Um, oh, you have to come over to the wild side. It's, um, it's fun <laughs> over here. I was like, scared as well. I really was. I had a friend push me, um, CJ Plans. She pushed me to it because she went and got her uh, Aura Estelle, I think. No, no, no. She What what planner did she get? Uh, yeah, it was an Aura Estelle um, before they came out with the um, cloud version of it. But she had an Aura Estelle. She was like, girl, you need this planner. You would Your life would be solved if you just did this because I'm tired of seeing you trying to combine all these other planners together. I was like, I'm never going to be a rings girl. I tried rings when I was little. I don't like it. And the problem was the size. I don't like personal size because it's too small for me. Uh-huh. I have very big handwriting and I need space. But the A5 gives me life, everything okay. that I could have. So come over to the website. I'll help you. We can we can talk about that later. I can get you together, get you some inserts and everything. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> yes. that, that's another thing that, that worries me is that I don't know what kind of inserts I would need or where to get them. But Kayla knows, like... We are so yes. afraid of those binders. Mm-hmm. I know. I think I was traumatized by like, do you remember those like two inch binders that we all used to have mm-hmm. at school? Chapter keepers. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you would like open them and close them like all school year long. And then by January, the rings or the like the binder part would be like yes. mismatched and then all your papers would fall out. So Ooh. that's what I'm visualizing happening with like a binder planner. Yeah. Or even getting your finger caught. Like, I don't know how oh many times I used to get my finger caught in yeah. the binder. Oh my gosh. That was so painful and annoying. But yeah, um, I just, just see pain. Like when I look at the binder, I'm like, that is just, well, just like there's bleeding a, on my planner and there's a trick for that. So I don't actually use, like, I don't actually open up my binder very often before mm-hmm. I put anything in there. I cut slits. Kind of like if I had a happy planner. So I have my holes and then I cut slits in the holes so that all I have to do is just push the paper down into the ring. So I don't touch them because oh, I, I still have yes. that fear. I, I, I feel you. I, I, oh, I was here. I couldn't get it. I was like, I don't want to get this. And then my ring's going to get messed up. I ain't got time. And so, um, yeah, I took the, I actually, I think, who was I watching? I was watching some lady and she did. I was like, this is genius. You just this pop is, them back in. Just pop and you just right pop in. them in. Smart. Mm-hmm. Oh, listen to that. Okay, listeners, there you go. There's a pro tip for our rings <laughs> users. Just yes. cut the little slits and pop it in. That is mm-hmm. cool. That is beautiful. And we have on our, like, we both have on our shelves those beautiful Damask Love color fun planners in the See? binder. Those <sighs> planners are beautiful. I love and them. And they're undated. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Start them anytime. See, I can start it today if I want like, to. Like, as soon as this is over, you can mm-hmm. you can That's cut slits yes. into that, and then you mm-hmm. can get started. Totally. And, uh, and she's and, a black-owned business, so that would be yes, a yes, support. See? Continue support yes. her. Amber mm-hmm. is one of our favorite people, and um, love her. Yeah, and uh, and that those inserts that are already in there are A five. So, yes, they are. See, um, yeah, mm-hmm. something that I could learn how to put my plans on an A5, and the one that she sent me is horizontal, which is how that's kind of been my planner jam lately is planning in a horizontal. So, wow, um, yeah, I guess I've got a, I've got a, I've got some options here. You got options out here. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, mm-hmm, I do, <laughs> especially because um, one of the things that I have been looking at is black owned planner companies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, Caitlin and I do keep saying, well, we both already have planners in our home that, you know, were sent to us from a black owned planner company. We just mm-hmm. are so afraid of these rings that we're like, well, I don't know if we want to use that. Right. Um, right. Um, because they're beautiful planners, but they're just outside of our comfort zone because mm-hmm. I'm used to the coils. She's used to the discs and, you know, we're mm-hmm. just, everybody gets kind of stuck in their ways. And yeah. Um, but but yeah, uh, and um, I have had several listeners send me different suggestions from different shops that I could that I could look at, um, um, which has been which has been kind of fun, you know, kind of thinking outside the box and looking at different kinds of planners. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I could spend hundreds of dollars trying this out, you know. Yes. I, mean, I could spend a lot of money trying to figure out what what is the right thing to do. Um, so let's let's do talk about Erin Condren. Let's do talk about. Um, because you're on a break, I'm I'm guessing right now. Yeah, you guys I'm on, are a, on a I'm on a mini break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone that listens to the show that is caught up knows what's going on with Erin Condren. So talk to us a little bit about like the degree that you were affiliated with Erin Condren and how much of her products that you were using and you know all of that kind of stuff and just tell us how you're feeling right now about about Erin and the company and all that stuff. Okay. Well, um, I'm an influ- I'm considered an influencer and an affiliate. So I'm one of the people that get like the PR boxes before the items come out. Um, and then I also have an affiliate link. So when people shop with my link, I get a percentage of the sale. And it's not in like Aaron Condren dollars. This is like real USD money. Okay. So um, when all of this stuff hit the fan, I was really disturbed more so than anything. And I wanted answers. Um, I am a Libra. And so if you know what that is, I like to be balanced. And when I'm not balanced, I don't like it. And I don't care what situation it is. So I have to get answers so I can have an understanding and it levels me back out. Um, When I read the article, I instantly knew that this was not thought out. Um, This was something for bubble lifestyle is what I call it. Like when people live in their own bubbles and they don't realize what's going on outside of their bubble. And I instantly just, I I got annoyed, but realized that this was Aaron Condren, the person and not Aaron Condren, the company. And that's what I saw in that statement. And I, I think for me, it's really hard to separate sometimes like the person from the company when that's that person's name. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it would be different if she was like, if this was, I don't know, Leafly Planners and Aaron Condren was the CEO or creator of Leafly Planners. Well, then I could like, you know, remove it instantly. But for her to be Aaron Condren doing that out there, it's it's hard to separate the two. Um, so I instantly uh, I have a PR rep that I talk to and me and her have become good friends. 
And we have had like when the whole Black Lives Matter thing started and, you know, we didn't feel like we got the response that we needed from Aaron Condren. And I say we as loosely based as possible. I'm just saying like the black community didn't feel like we had the response that, you know, was necessary. And so they started working with us behind the scenes. Um, Fun fact, Aaron Condren had actually already reached out to me like about two months or maybe a month before all of this happened and had asked me to do a spread for their flagship store. And so I was going to have my picture up in the store. Um, I went and visit the Austin store back in August of last year. And I realized there was no representation of any black women in there. And it hurt my feelings because I walked in there and like, it was, it was like, whatever, like we didn't exist. And I kind of felt a little off put by that. And so I slowly started kind of just trying to find my own thing in the planner world, what what really worked for me outside of Erin Condren. Um, so anyways, back to the story of what <laughs> I was getting to. So my thought process is a little bit different. I had to separate the person from the brand. Um, and I talked to my PR rep and she set up a call with uh, Tanya and Suzanne, who are the is the new CEO and the marketing VP. And I talked to them and I told them how I was feeling and how the community was feeling about the things that were going on and how could this happen? How did this happen? How did this like slip under the radar? But we have to remember Erin Condren is a grown woman. She's not a kid. This is a grown woman. And therefore, she doesn't have to report anything to anybody. And I'm like, OK, so thinking about that. The company didn't really know what this lady was doing. She told them bare minimum details, and that was it. And I think about people's jobs, like when we start cancel culture and things like that, like there are people that actually work for these companies that have to work, that need this money in order to survive. And so I had a lot of things I was thinking about and taking into consideration in my thought process, and I decided that we just we, as in myself, just needed to take a break and see what could come out of this before I just completely cancel someone. And I'm really hard on cancel. Like, it's hard for me to cancel someone completely because my heart is so big. Now, I can dislike you and I can dislike you from a distance, but that doesn't mean like I'm going to totally cancel you out and just be mean and all that stuff. I just find it hard to do that. But, you know, whatever. Um, so after I heard Tanya's speech and I talked to, you know, talked to her, she made me feel better about the situation, but I still didn't like the situation in regards to the brand. But as far as the person, I just want to shake that woman. Like I want to shake her and ask her, what were you thinking? Your kids went in March for Black Lives Matter. And this is the kid mindset. And I think about that too. They are children and they thought like, oh, yeah, we are inspired. Like they were really inspired by the Black Lives Matter. It made sense to them. They were like, oh, well, they're marching for this. So we can go march for our rights to have this graduation walk that we wanted to have. It made sense to them. Was it right? No, it wasn't. But to kids, that's how kids think. And then I also think about, OK, she had control. Erin Condren makes uh, face masks. I'm like, so if you knew you were going to do this event, you should have had some face masks together. It was just so many pieces to the puzzle that I was like, this is just weird and this is just awkward for me to even say that this is okay because as a mother, I get you want to do whatever you want to do, whatever you can for your children. I get that that yearning to do that, but at the same time, 
I got to keep my kids safe. So I right. wouldn't want my kid out there marching for nothing and ain't got no mask on. That yep. just mm-hmm. didn't sit well with me. I'm like, so you got to decide on what type of parent you're going to be. So anyway, that's how I feel about it. I feel like we have to separate Erin Condren from her brand. Maybe they need to go through and do a rebranding, um, removing her or her taking her you know, leave of absence. You know, it is what it is. We knew that was eventually probably going to happen because of the backlash that always happens when people get, you know, that type of stuff. But I think people's biggest concern is that even if we, you know, she's taking a break, she's still getting paid as far as like yeah, whenever mm-hmm. we spend money, because it's still Aaron Condren's name. And so I guess my my next thing would be, you know, how do we rebrand Aaron Condren to make people comfortable? Do we change it to EC instead of Aaron Condren and, you know, completely, you know, sell her shares off? I don't know how that works, but I think it's time that they do a rebranding because of the negative connotation. We can all agree that we love our, our Aaron Condren planner. Like, let's not pretend like this wasn't the planner of our lives that got us together, made us happy, um, you oh. know, did so much for us in our lives. Like it's You're hard. Land language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so hard to like say that that didn't happen, and and to just let all those years. I mean, for me, it's been what five years now. I've been using the Aaron Condra planner. So mm-hmm. I'm like, how do I just erase all of that because of her being a, a a DA? Like I don't understand. So yeah. I really would I really would want to see them completely rebrand um, and really, you know, take on a different name or a different form of the name. Like I said, I would be fine with EC. Then I ain't got to say Erin Condren no more. We can let that lady live her life in her bubble and be gone. Um, but I, I love the products. I can't I can't sit here and say I don't love the products. I'm, I have a whole I actually got sent the back to school collection and I just redid my um, home office and I need all of the products in there. But I can't even show it off because people going to burn me at the stake for having the, the crap. And I just don't got time. My, my energy got to be protected. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you feel about people who are like still being really vocal and sharing and putting their affiliate links in and doing all that? You know, you know, you I think that? I think that's personal choice. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's personal. And, and w- what we have to remember is that. Some of these people were making lot, not directly from Aaron Condren, but through our share sale thing as an affiliate, they were making some substantial income from using Aaron Condren planners and, and just showing them off. And they would make mm-hmm. money from that. And so now that piece of livelihood is gone. And then you're torn between, you know, continuing to support your family or to support your dreams, whatever it is. And getting burned at the, you know, the stake <laughs> on social media for using it. So you have to do what, you know, what works for you. Now, I didn't, I never made enough money off of Aaron Condren to care. Um, but again, I like the products and I'm, I'm a budgeter. I, anything free, you can send me, baby. Take, take me to the free. Okay. I, I love free. So um, that's kind of how I felt, but I don't, I think that people should not have to be, I keep saying burnt at the stake, but I feel like they should not have to be so wishy-washy for their decision decision that they have made. If that's the decision that you made, then stick with it and go for it. And whatever you decide, if, if someone doesn't agree with it, then unfollow. That's that's yeah. how. Because yeah. I feel like that's not what's happening. I feel like people are not just unfollowing when they don't like something like that. Like they are 
in these people's DMs and like, oh, oh my gosh, how could you keep using that? Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Yeah, what what kind of person are you? You're right. this person. I can't believe you would do such a thing. And see, and then you have to understand my thought process too. Is like, where was all of this energy before? Right. You know, because for me, what I found out was that people been knowing that Erin Condren was low key. They said she was racist before, like she had some racist tendencies before. So I'm mm-hmm. like, where was this energy before? Oh, OK. B- because Black Lives Matter is at the 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 heat of everything right now. We're going to go hard against this and and not against it before. So I kind of. I, I, I can't really get down. That's so why I said I can't really get all the way down with the whole cancel culture because mm-hmm. I I find it hard that now everybody's just so woke and I get it. We're woke because we had to be woke. But at the same time, it's like, OK, so we're going to give somebody a little a little grace and are we going to be happy with ourselves and do what we have to do for us? Right. Yes, right. I love that. And we've been, Leanne yeah, and I have been saying that on the show too, like, you know, we're not out here to cancel anybody who either chooses to stay or chooses to leave or takes a break mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, that's not our place. That's not our place to do that. Like, you know, some people are, you know, like you said, really invested in these planners and they're making money off of it. I mean, I'm thinking of like Etsy shop owners too, who yeah. buys all of their stickers for Erin Condren. Like, I mean... Yeah, so I, I'm with you on that one for sure. Well, and okay, so, and this is this is not 100% planner community related, but this is in the same vein. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Black Lives Matter movement, the way I understand it, is very much centered on police brutality. Mm-hmm. And for me, I don't feel like it's doing, it's, it's not, it's... All of the things that are coming out of the Black Lives Matter movement, you saying like now everybody is woke, Um, you know, where were we when she was being racist before or where were we? Where was our outrage when we would walk into the Austin store and there were no, you know, black women Mm -hmm. influencers represented? Where, Where was the rage then? All of these kinds of things. I feel like that the response from the whole world has been, okay. so we're going to change this we're going to take these scenes out of these television shows we're mm-hmm. going to change we're going to change these brands um you know well like the aunt jemima stuff i mean i and i'm not saying that aunt jemima is not problematic and shouldn't have been taken shouldn't have been looked at a long time ago um but and, well these, let me let me say this these, real quick yeah. while you're you're talking about that because that's so important to me and things that happen here lately and i told everyone in in my own podcast, we cannot afford to be distracted from the actual movement and what it's supposed to be. Because taking Anjumama off of there, we actually didn't get what we wanted because now we are losing the black representation we had in the store. So now what you thought you were doing to help us is something that's actually going to not help us and give less visibility. And you have to remember, see, that's where this is where educating and education comes into play. What Angel Mama stood for back in the day when there were slaves, the they always had a cook in the kitchen. And if you know anything about eating soul food or anything, if you got you a good black woman in the kitchen that's cooking, you know your food gonna be good. Okay? So they put on that bottle what represented that thing at the time. So then as we grew, and I think it was 1980 or 1970s, they did a change and they modernized her and brought her up. But they still, you know, kept her on there because yet and still, when I go to a kitchen, when I go to a restaurant and I know it's a black woman back there, I'm like, okay, my food's okay. Mm 
I'm gonna have some flavor. I'm gonna have some some. It's seasoning. gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, some, some seasoning. Some it's, seasoning. <laughs> it's gonna be good. And so when you look at the overall picture of things that are going on right now, yes, thank you for your trying to what you're trying to do. But we can't afford to get distracted. The issue of Black Lives Matter is about police brutality and systemic racism. So we're saying that no matter what, Black lives are at stake. That's in um, police brutality. That's in the communities. That's in businesses where we aren't getting jobs the same way. That's in uh, social media where we aren't uh, getting the same amount of followers, where they don't push our videos the same way. That's what we're saying in Black Lives Matter. We're not saying we uh, want you to completely remove stuff. We're saying we want to be included. Don't forget about us. Like we matter too. Like our voice matters. Our dollars matter. You want our dollars? We spend our coins with you, but I don't see my I don't see myself being represented with you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think people get they get wrong. If anything, I would take Quaker out of the story because that that whole scenario of a Quaker, that's that to me, that should be removed. But y'all want to take, you know, the, the representations we have, Uncle Ben's, Mrs. Butterworth's, um, Aunt Jemima, you want to take those out of there. And then now we have nothing. So, right. Again, I, I can't I, I can't subscribe to that type of uh, thought process because it's a distraction. It's for us not to realize what's going on and to not keep fighting for what we want. And that is for us to matter everywhere. There should not be a difference. I did not grow up with knowing that there was a difference until somebody told me. And so my story is a little bit different from uh, some other black stories because my parents raised me not to see, not necessarily not to see color, but not to see a difference. And so I had my two best friends, my well, three best friends growing up, they were all white. And then in high school and middle school to high school, my best friend was a white girl. You where you saw her, you saw me. We were salt and pepper. Like that was my homie. And we didn't see each other as black and white. We saw each other as Taylor and Michelle. That's it. And you have to look yeah. at people for who they are because they're people. We still bleed the same blood. It just happens that I got a little bit more melanin in my skin. That's it. There's nothing else that's a difference. And so when we, I, I, I didn't grow up with that mindset. And so when I did finally learn it, it was hurtful. It was very hurtful for me to know that people didn't like me just because of the color of my skin, not because I didn't have what they had. I grew up in a middle class uh, household. My dad was, you know, he was not that we were like well off, but we were doing pretty good. I was one of the kids who had a car at at 16. I went to a four year college, um, Indiana University. And I didn't really have I had a scholarship when I first went. Long story. But anyways, like I, I, I just subscribe to the thought that we are people. And we're all people and we all matter. And I want to see black women up there. I want to see Mexican women. I want to see people, period. I want to see different representations of people. And that's where I think that we're missing the mark on is by putting so much focus on removing things. No, we want you to add. Don't remove. We just want to be added to the conversation. We want to be included in the conversation and not treated differently. I'm sorry, y'all. No, I'm. Oh no, I I'm love making that. Y'all podcast. So. No, no, you're, no, that's exactly don't. what we were hoping you would talk about. <laughs> no, don't you dare apologize because one of the things that has been you said it, you said it so beautifully, so much more beautifully than I could have because I I, I agree with you that for me what it's felt like is a distraction 
that, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to give you this, 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 and this, but we're not going to pay any attention to what you're really asking for. Exactly. You know? right. Like Brianna Taylor's killers are still yes, walking free. Are yes, still like, free. Yes. Walking you, free. You guys are marching for this and you're being very clear about what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. But we're going to do this, this, and this, and this to try to appease you and mm-hmm. try to, and try to, you know, to coddle you and to, you know, all of these, all of these little, all of these little microaggressions that have been sewn into our society over the years, exactly. we're going to take them out and that's going to make you feel better. And what you really want is, you know, is justice and, and for, you know, to defund the police and to end police brutality and, you know, all of these things, the bigger picture representation, all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And in the back of my mind, when I look at how this actually does translate over to the planner community, I think about, can we really in the planner community divide ourselves in such a way where we're going to get upset with somebody over what kind of planner they're using? Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like how is it serving black lives matter to tear down this black girl because she is using an Aaron Codron planner or tear down this black girl because she isn't, Mm -hmm. Right. you know, it's like everybody kind of has to make their own choices based on their own personal feelings about things. Exactly. And that, you know, it's, it's so important for everybody to be able to make that choice. And it, it almost echoes back to some of the feminist movement and women being able to make a choice about mm-hmm. whether they're staying home or going to work or exactly. wearing their hair long or wearing their hair short or wearing pants or wearing skirts or whatever. It's like, you know, we, we, especially here at the podcast are like, y'all choose whatever kind of planner you want to use. Mm-hmm. And that's why Caitlin keeps telling me, Leanne, I know in your heart that you really want to go back to that Erin Condren planner. But I just haven't been able to reconcile myself with it quite mm-hmm. yet. I'm just mm-hmm. not quite there yet. Um, so, you know, and then as far as like us sitting in that town hall, which I'm so glad that I managed to make it to the first town hall, mm-hmm. because that's where I found you, my new, like, <laughs> most favorite. Your bestie. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> I know. Um, you, you made, you made some, you said some really great stuff. I mean, I don't think that I knew the history of, we talked about, and just a little background for everybody that obviously wasn't there. They talked a little bit about the Dr. Seuss collection, Mm -hmm. um, which we talked about on the show a little bit about how um, Aaron Condren had the Dr. Seuss collection. And then when the company, you know, was notified by the community that that was, you know, had some racist background to it, Mm -hmm. um, they pulled the collection, but then they put it on Amazon and right the company did in the town hall kind of explain why they put it on Amazon. And we kind of all felt that it was sneaky for them to put it on Amazon, Mm -hmm. but they did answer in the town hall that they were kind of contractually obligated to sell a certain amount. And I did feel like that they probably should have let the community know that before they put the stuff on Amazon, like just kind of tell us like, Hey, we don't agree with this and we hate that we have to sell this stuff, but we have to. So Uh here's how we're, here's Uh how we're going to address this, but we're not going to sell it on our website because we don't agree with it. Um, Uh but I thought that it was interesting because you said that you didn't even know about the, the, you know, Dr. Seuss and his racist background before. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. I, I mean, when people were so upset about it, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, and like, again, I come from, my mom uh, has been in the school system, uh, she just retired, but she was in the school system for 47 years, um, so I grew up 
you know, in classrooms and, and stuff in my summertime and things like that. And then my sister is a teacher and my sister, every year I help her with her um, cat in the hat stuff and her Dr. Seuss stories. I, and we all black. So there may be people who know this, but I was not aware. I did not know. And I tell people, you know, that's how I grew up. You don't know what you don't know until you don't know it. But what you do after you find out, that's what matters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Very, that's very true. And that's why I feel I feel a certain way about Walt Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because Walt Disney didn't like Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, now, I am not Jewish, but I don't really like hearing that. Like, that just kind of rubs me the wrong way. Like, when mm-hmm. I look at Mickey Mouse, like that original cartoon drawing of Mickey Mouse, I'm just right. kind of like, well, I know for a fact that the man who drew that the first time, he really didn't like Jewish people all that much. Like, he was mm-hmm. kind of vocal right. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and learning this kind of stuff about people that are held up as, you know, icons in our society is so disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um Especially because there are so many people that are willing to sweep that negative stuff under the rug and, you know, say, well, look at all the good that they did. You know, Mm -hmm, look at all. And and I also feel like and, you know, Caitlin does say that I get on women's issues quite a bit. (laughs) As you should. Well, I, I know. But I do feel like that men are forgiven for that stuff a lot more often than women are. Mm-hmm. Um, that mm-hmm. men are often forgiven for sexual indiscretions and, oh, um, yes. and for racial indiscretions and still upheld for their actions. Mm-hmm. Um, while women are not forgiven for things the same way that men are. Um, I don't have any specific examples <laughs> for us. Well, right I now, mean, like we but, can look um, at women in quarantine, right? Like, especially working women in quarantine. I read an article the other day that said, Right now, women can either have a job or they can have a family because Mm -hmm. like there's there's no way to do both, even with your partner home. Um, Like that's just that's just the way it is for women right now. And I read that article and I was like, really? Because that's not my story. Like my husband is super involved. And like if I need to have a meeting, he's home and like he's taking the kids. But like thinking about that, there might not be partners out there who feel like they have to like quote, babysit their own kids mm-hmm. or, you know, like be with their kids so that their partner can work. Like, I, I don't get me started on that one. Like, right. that is it's, just it's like, crazy. we're in 2020. Like, come on, boys. Like, it's, it's, it is crazy. And, and a lot of this stuff, some women kind of knew before they got married, but I'm not yeah. going to go there. But you really start finding out, you know, after you have to sit down with somebody during quarantine, because ain't nothing for y'all to do but to sit there. So, exactly. Um, well, look at me. Look at me. And <laughs> okay, look at me and look at poor Kelly Clarkson. I was just going to say Kelly Clarkson. Me, me and Kelly Clarkson. Man, I wish I had her phone number so that I could talk to that girl. <laughs> yeah. She and I, she and I are both separated now after being home with our husbands during quarantine for all these months, mm-hmm. and now we are both separated from our husbands. And I would like to know if she and her husband dealt with the same thing. I mean, like we just had too much. It was like. It just broke us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And all of that, me trying to work from home and trying to homeschool the kids while, you know, bless his heart. I don't want to say that he, cause he did not sit here and do nothing. He worked from home too. But mm-hmm. why was it that I was the one that was homeschooling and working from home? Exactly. While he was just working from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and he would have helped. I know that he would have, but to say that he would have helped quote unquote helped. Mm-hmm. Right. Helped you with his helped, kids. Helped me. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not, this is not like 
this is not Andy bashing hour. That's not what no, this is. We, no, <laughs> no. I mean, he's a, he's a fantastic dad. He really is. Like, this is not about that. And um, and we are we are good friends, great friends. Um, right. But but you know, like, it's just it, getting back to the whole Dr. Seuss thing. For you to come out on the town hall and say that you didn't even know about it, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that it's very possible that Aaron didn't know about that either. It is. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so many things that we don't know. And then mm-hmm. we want to just go and crucify somebody. Like, how do you tell that person you don't know? Now, now what should happen is now, after that, they should have gotten a team together to really research and to really get an understanding of all of the things that they're trying to do before they produce it. That way they can have all the information they need. Cause I'm pretty sure like I would have never thought to look up Dr. Seuss racist. Uh, right. But afterwards, there's actually a whole Google search for you to look up. Um, so maybe, you know, they get some, some systems in place for their marketing team before they start signing these agreements that they work on. And, and that's what you have to do, you know, and, and like I was saying before, uh, you know, they didn't have to necessarily sell them. One thing they could have did was donate them because who's going to, who's going to not have free notebooks and stuff like that. You can give them to, you know, underprivileged schools. They're not going to turn that down. Oh, he was racist and back, you know, back in the day, but we need notebooks. So send, send us the notebooks. We'll take them and you can use that as a tax write off and boom, there you go. There's Mm -hmm. always a solution to issues. It's just, you have to be solution oriented versus problem oriented. So yes, there's a problem, but how do we solve it? How do we get to something that's going to make sense for everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Well, didn't Eve say that also when we were, when she was talking with us about donating them? Yeah. Yeah. And with Dr. Mm -hmm. Seuss, what disheartened me the most to to learn about Dr. Seuss's issues was that there were books that he wrote that were that the purpose of them was to teach children inclusivity. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, there, you know, some of his books, like the purpose of them was to teach children, you know, like we love people you know, no matter, no how matter what, no matter right. and like what. how to be a friend. And how, yeah. 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 You know, like so much and like environmental stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like things that kids needed to learn. So, I mean, like I understand why he's celebrated in elementary schools because kids need to learn the lessons exactly. that are taught in those books. Right. So it's the same issue with separating the author from the stories, mm-hmm. separating the owner of the company from the company And it just, it's all, it all kind of goes hand in hand. And, you know, I, it's just, it's very frustrating to hear them say in the town hall, we have boxes and boxes of this stuff in the warehouse and we don't know what to do with it. And I think it's a great idea to donate it to underprivileged schools. Mm -hmm. And I mean, imagine those petite planners could be put into great use. Oh yes. In schools. See, it's so much stuff. Like I would have, this, they would have asked me, you know, but nobody asked you, Michelle. (laughs) They need to hire you. Yeah, they do. They need you. They really do need you. I would have told them that they can literally take those and create planning classes for students And that way people can learn how to plan their stuff out before they get to college or plan Mm -hmm. their stuff out before they get to high school or even take it as far as elementary school. Because my son is in the uh, he'll be in the first grade this year. But 
My baby oh, know how to plan. Gosh. He's been yes. a planner since he was like four. And people like they love him because we talk about what he has going on for the day. That's the first thing we do before he would get out the car. Okay, so this person is coming to pick you up today. Mommy will be there at five. We have to go to church. Like whatever it was that we had in our plans, I ran through them with him. And so he got that in his head. So if somebody was coming to pick him up that I didn't say, he would say, did you talk to my mom? Because this isn't your day. Mm-hmm. So when you start instilling stuff like that and now he has a schedule, he knows what he has to do. He knows how to work these things out. And it, it starts at a young age. And those small things in a planner can really help shape a child's life to make sure that they get in a set place where they know how to structure things. And it's not about being so set in the plan. It's just knowing that you have things to do and to get them done and to know what you have going on. That's it. Yes. Yeah, it's time management skills. Time management skills. Like we that that would have been a simple fix, a simple fix that didn't have to be highlighted or broadcasted anywhere. It's just something that you do because you care, not because you want the accolades for it. It's because this is something you care about. I care about time management. I care about kids. I'm going to combine that together and I'm going to create a course so I can teach people. And that that would have been my mindset. And and. I I honestly, I had thought about um, throwing my towel, throwing my towel, throwing my hat into the ring and, you know, seeing if there was some sort of position I could, you know, apply for. But at this point in my life, my energy is like, (laughs) like, I'm so far protecting my energy. I don't even if I was to get the job, I wouldn't even tell people for probably about a year that Mm -hmm. I was doing anything because I just couldn't. I, I don't got time if I'm doing something I know that's for the good of you know us in our community which i feel like this is where i can affect change is in right. the planner community i may not can't can't do it in my community community out here because of you know think other things but i can affect this one so i would work hard to make those changes and to have those conversations and things like that but whoo child Right. And like you were talking about donating them to underprivileged schools. I used to work in one of those schools. I used to work in um, like an alternative ed school and mm-hmm. most of our kids were on parole or probation. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of our kids were gang intervention kids. And um, like the, the skills that they would come to us with at 14, 15, 16 were that they didn't know how to organize because they didn't have to, like that was yep. just not their path. And so having like a big box of planners I'm just imagining like working at that school and having a big box of planners that I could like pass out to my students and like Mm -hmm. teach them how to organize because they wanted to break those cycles and really like do better in their lives and I mean just visualizing that would have been so amazing so I love that idea that would have been that would have been something great yeah. And and breaking those cycles when they're really young too mm-hmm. with something fun like the Dr. Seuss material would be would exactly. Be incredible. Mm-hmm. And imagine how many imagine how many elementary school teachers would love to have the sticky notes with the Dr. Seuss stuff on it. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Because well, yeah. I mean, we can we can talk about it all day, but we we know that people are still using Dr. Seuss. Like, let's not get yeah. twisted. Like, he, like he not getting paid still. That's why this license costs so much to use Dr. Seuss, period. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. people are still using it. So let's educate 
while we are in this situation, like don't just use this as a moment to cancel, use it as a moment to educate. Right. right. Well, and even for big kids, like I, w- I worked at that school with kids who came to me with, you know, life stories that were so much bigger than mine. And I, one of the first lessons that I would teach is I would sit them down all on like rugs on the ground, like little kids. And these are like 14, 15, 16 year old kids. And they've, you know, been on the streets and they've been doing hard things. And I would read out loud to them from the Hobbit. That was like one of the first lessons that I did mm-hmm. with them. And so just have the, you know, and they loved it. They loved that nurturing and that caring. So even for our big kids to get like a Dr. Seuss planner, that would have been amazing. Right. So now going forward, after after sitting in the town hall and, and listening to Tanya, who I do really like, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I really I really do like her, the CEO. And I feel like that I feel like that she's. Obviously, she's not in the same boat exactly as the affiliates are, um, but it's a similar situation where something happened that was outside of her control, mm-hmm. and now she's having to, like, clean up the mess. Yeah. Um, um, and I know that she is trying to do so with grace, and she's trying to, you know, save the company's image. And um, did you... Did you feel, how did you feel after the town hall? Did you feel like progress is being made or that progress is coming or that there's some promising things in the future for the company? Um, how did you feel after after that was over? I, I left the town hall meeting feeling, uh, I, I can't say I felt any better than I felt coming into it because I was okay. Having talked to Tanya prior to, Mm-hmm. And understanding one thing that I said that they should have did, they should have announced long ago that Aaron Condra was no longer the CEO. Cause I don't know how many people knew that, but I did not know that. I didn't um, either. <laughs> so it'd been quite some time that she, there was actually a, a guy before Tanya that was the CEO. So Aaron Condren hasn't been CEO for quite some time now. And uh, I think about, how they were actually including myself and even Shay. Um, if you guys uh, saw the Instagram story when they were doing their new launch, they included me and Shay in their all day Instagram stories, something that hadn't been done before where you saw real life black influencers, you know, outside of our own channels, like being promoted on Aaron Condren's site. And so that for me, let me know that they were working on a change. And then for them to come behind that, they asked me, well, can we use yours? Um, we had a lot of great feedback and we would like to use yours to uh, promote like to, for marketing. And I was like, uh, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. you know. And so some people were sending they were sending me screenshots of I was coming up before the the videos they were watching. My my face was coming up on an Aaron Condren uh, commercial or advertisement before their videos. So I'm, I'm thinking they were already working on this stuff. It's just some things take time. Um, instant changes. Do we really want an instant change? Cause do you really mean it? I want you to put your thought into it. I want you to actually get something that is sustainable and attainable for your company. You can come out today and say, Oh, we're going to do this, 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 and this, but you have no plan. So then you have no people that are going to do that. So how do you know you can even get it done? Mm -hmm. So 
I'm really big on, you know, what were they doing before? And I saw that. I saw them making changes as an influencer myself because, like I said, I noticed that I wasn't getting the same PR boxes that some of the other influencers were getting. And Mm -hmm. I stopped. I didn't remove myself from Aaron Condren. I just didn't take the time to promote it because I felt like if you're going to do me like that, then why should I promote you like that? Mm-hmm. And I didn't say anything out loud. I didn't go, let's cancel Aaron Condren because I'm getting smaller boxes. Like, that's not who I am. It was more so like, I, I, I can show you better than I can tell you. You know, my mm-hmm. actions will speak louder than anything because eventually people are like, hey, what happened to your Aaron Condren planner? You know, why do you, you, do you still use it? You know? <laughs> right. And when you start doing stuff and you move in silence, like that's, that's how you get things done. So like I said, when I left the, um, the meeting, I didn't have any new grand found, you know, things because we didn't hear from Aaron. You know, I had already heard from Tanya. We heard from Tanya before she had a whole video. So it was nice for her to, you know, address everyone. That was great. But at the same time, you know, we still didn't hear from Aaron. So I didn't come out with this, you know, whoo, this is going to be amazing um, type thing because I knew they were already working on stuff. They already had a plan that they were working on. But it takes time. Right. I didn't I didn't come away. And yes, I will admit that I was hoping that I would go to that town hall meeting and come away feeling like. Hell yeah, I'm back in my Aaron Condren. You Uh know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I really, I was hoping that it was going to, now, Tanya did say something at the end of the meeting that did kind of speak to me and touch me a little bit. She said that she knows that when we pick up our planners, they're supposed to bring us joy. Mm -hmm. And that even for her, that when she picks up her planner now, it's not bringing her joy. And that, you know, her purpose and her focus right now is going to be bringing the joy back to all of us for when we touch and pick up our planners, because that is something that we all, you know, that our planners were a place that we went for our creative outlet and, you know, to keep our lives together. And that, you know, we all do experience this swell of joy when we pick it up and that we need to, to get back to that. Um, One of the things that bothers me, and I know that everyone kind of expected for Erin to step down, but I feel like she ran away. Mm-hmm. I feel like that she just saw the problem coming at her like a train and that she just ran away. And what, and I know that she, you know, she, she released a statement and she apologized to everyone on Instagram, but what I would like to see is for them to schedule us another one of those meetings where she comes to the meeting and addresses us herself. Yeah. And I actually told them when I was having a conversation, I said I would open up my platform for her to come and talk to me and have a conversation with me so I can help poor help her understand (laughs) because she needs some help. Okay, and Mm -hmm. anytime somebody is that far distanced from what's going on or, you know, it's that's for me a sign that it's time to educate. It's not a time to shun. It's time to have conversations. And see, I can say that because in my own community, I watch people let people do whatever they want to do under whatever guise that they have. And then we'll talk about them behind their back, but we won't help them to get to that next level. And that's the part of me that like I, I yearn 
for a conversation because how can we get any better if no one talks to the person that they're having an issue with? How do we get better if we keep continuing to just say, oh, that's just them? Oh, that's just her. Because according to to everyone else's uh, stuff, Erin Contra should have been canceled back in, what, 2016 when she had like some sort of um, I think it was like a Mexican. She dressed up like a, a Mexican or something, something that she did. Yeah, that was very I, offensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So w- in that time, no one decided to sit down and have a conversation. Baby girl, come here. We need to talk. Let me help you understand these things, because once you start telling people and you start explaining to them, not just saying, oh, y'all see this. No, you need to sit down and have a conversation and and get them to understand. Now, what they do after that conversation, that's on them. Then we can be really upset with Erin. But who sat down and had a conversation with her? I, I highly doubt it happened. Right. Well, and, you know, someone did need to sit down and explain cultural appropriation to her. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would have been that would have been constructive, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think totally. that, that was and maybe someone did. I don't I don't know. Um, and there there have been. Well, a lot and just like, no, go ahead. Caitlin. Just teaching her like how to like <laughs> teach her children, even like starting there. Exactly. Like, maybe you could tell your kids no, like. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's. Parenting 101, you don't have right. to always make your kids happy, you know? Exactly. Like, your kids are not always going to be happy, and sometimes you have to tell them no. Right. And there have been so many situations in the, you know, since the Black Lives Matter boom in our planner community where companies have been apologizing. Mm-hmm. And companies have been apologizing left and right. And it's not just been planner companies. I've seen clothing companies. I've seen electronics companies. I'm I mean, tired I've of seen, it. Yes, I've seen, a, it. I've seen a lot of companies apologizing. And I've seen a lot of white people in the comments accepting the apologies. Right. And it is not our apology to accept. Yeah, no. Exactly. And that's what, and I'm like, okay, well, you guys, they're not apologizing to us because they didn't do anything to us. So could you just right. like keep, you know, just, just be quiet right now. Like, it's okay for you to be quiet. You don't have to do yes. it all the time. I saw a lot of that on the happy planner post when they like came out and said, you know, we're sorry. I saw a lot of the like, yeah. white happy planner users. They were like, Oh, thanks. That's so awesome. I was thanks. Like, right. No. Like, well, why are you accepting an apology that wasn't meant for you in the first right. place? Right. They're like, but, we totally understand. We get it. You're fine. Yes. No, it wasn't for you. No, right. no. But the apology that Aaron owes to the affiliates is for all of us. Yes. Right. She that's, owes everybody an explanation. Yeah, that's that's um, a little different. Mm-hmm. A conversation. She owes us a conversation, if nothing more, because again, like I said, people have invested in her company. Yes. This is something she started right. at, in her house, and this is her namesake. People have invested in her name. Mm-hmm. We are the reason she could afford to even have that lifestyle for her kids to have a, a whatever. So uh you got some explaining to do, ma'am. Like I need you to come forward and come sit on this front bench and we need to talk and have a conversation. So then I can leave and feel like, okay, she got what we needed to say. Now, what she takes with this information, if she tear it up again, then yeah, we, she got to go. She she got to go. But we cannot say for sure that anybody has ever tried to educate this woman. Because a lot of times people in power, and I say this all the time, people in power, people with money, they are so oblivious to stuff. And it doesn't make it right. But it makes it time for us to say, come here, you need to sit down. Like, stop what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I need you to come sit right here. Come sit next to me, baby. Let me explain to you, just like a little kid, just like my son, when he does something wrong, come here. I- I'm not going to whoop you in this moment because I need you to get what I'm trying to say. I need you to understand what the problem is, why this shouldn't happen. And then when you go and you do it again, now you finna get that little butt tap. 
because I've explained <laughs> to you in the best way possible how to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to understand people have different mindsets and you almost have to treat stuff like this as people are children in a mindset of systemic racism and, you know, privilege, like white privilege. You have to kind of break it down to them in a way that they'll understand. Like you're talking to, like I said, my six-year-old, I have to use specific words and ask him, do you understand what I just said? Repeat to me what I just said. Okay. So you didn't repeat it right. This is what I actually said, not what you heard. And then I write it down and then I make him write it down. So like, there's like different things that we can do if if we really want to create change and we really want to stop people at the top from making these kinds of uh, decisions for themselves that affect more than one person. I mean, and, and what I look at, it's funny how it wasn't just uh, Aaron Condren. It was Happy Planner, too. It was it was across the board. People were just like left and right. People, CEOs and stuff, uh, total, uh, total life changes, which is like this uh, brand of like health items and stuff like uh, Nutriverse and stuff like that. Their owner made an insensitive comment. And it's because this is this is how these people feel, but they don't even know that what they're feeling is wrong. Like, right. that's what's crazy. And so it's time to be like, OK, so I didn't spend $70 on some Nutriverse. Am I going to throw this away? I'm not. I'm finna. I'm, I, I want. I want to lose this weight, so I need this product. <laughs> so I, I need to have a conversation with my baby and come. Come here, baby. Let me talk to you. You know. But I may be different. I'm just. You know. I'm just me. I'm weird. I have a different process of thinking. But that's what I feel like. Where we should be headed as a country, as a nation, as a community, is headed towards the hard conversations, making people stop in their tracks. And not just giving them passes anymore. It's time out for giving people passes. And we are responsible on both ends for educating each other. Well, yes, there is a, absolutely. There, there is a such thing. There is a such thing as growing pains. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that is very real. And when I look back on my life, you know, as a privileged white woman, there are times in my life that I can remember things that I have said that I can, that I, I will confess that I'm humiliated by now. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know, like you can look back. I mean, I can look back on my life and know that I have said some really dumb stuff and right. Or things that I've allowed other people to say mm -hmm, that I've been like, oh, yeah, that's just that's just Uncle Joe or like. Right. Right. Yes, yes, exactly. Things that I let slide, things that I let go. And, Uh you know, and I just I'm, I'm in a place now where. I don't want to look back on things that I say anymore and feel humiliated. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want to, I don't want to feel embarrassed anymore. I want to feel like, okay, I'm not embarrassed that I made a mistake. I want to learn from my mistakes. Exactly. When and, you know better, you do better. And I'm yep. not always going to do everything right. I'm I, of course I'm not. I have been just as, um, and you know, if we want to, if we want to run it all the way back to, like I said, a few minutes ago, you know, feminism and how feminism affects and how women's issues affect men too. Mm-hmm. And the way that men have been negatively affected by misogyny and the kinds yeah. of things, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. white people have been so, you know, submerged in this, in this systemic privilege as well mm-hmm. that, you know, all I can do at this point is unlearn it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, exactly. And it's, and it's not anyone else's responsibility to unlearn it for me, but my own. Exactly. 
And And to move forward with our children. I think mm -hmm, that's probably a very important step. Exactly. And I'm raising two white children and I can't help that they're white. They're my children. Exactly. And I, it is my responsibility to undo as much of my own, you know, learning that I possibly can. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and try even with like my 67 year old father who is, you know, so entrenched in it. And mm-hmm. every single time we have a conversation, I am whittling it down and whittling it down and, you know, like just doing everything that I can yeah. so that I don't have to look back anymore and feel I'm embarrassed that I said that. And I, you know, that instead I can educate myself and learn and try to undo any harm that I have exactly. been responsible for. Um, even if I didn't know that I was responsible for it, there's exactly gone are the days when we can say, well, I didn't have anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not taking responsibility for it is not an option anymore. So, right. and you know, if nothing else, coronavirus and George Floyd and all of the things that have happened in this year, it could end up being the greatest year ever just because mm-hmm. of all of the things that are going to come out and spring forward from it. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I, I just, it's just been, it's been such a, a strange and amazing and weird and crazy eye-opening mm-hmm. few months of our lives. And, yes. you know, to, to have been wrapped up in it, in this planner community kind of way, um, just to be looking at it from this tiny little window, yeah. um, you know, to see what it has been like in our own little world over here. Um, you know, I have been looking at how people have been saying, okay, well, we're canceling this and we're canceling that and we're canceling this. And, um, you know, I, I don't, I understand, I do understand why there are people that are angry enough to say, we aren't going to spend our money here ever, ever, ever again. And I'm not Mm -hmm. going to take the time to teach them. I'm not going to take the time to talk about this with them because it's not, it, it is not, it's not up to me to tell somebody how to be angry about things. Exactly. I would never do that either. Like I would not tell anyone. And that's, I think that's where some of the confusion comes in um, because someone recorded our, our live and put it on there and they were like, Oh, you're doing this. And I speak for me, you know, and it's not my place to tell anyone how to feel or how to respond if it makes them feel a certain way. My job is to provide education to help you make the best decision for you. I can't make it Mm -hmm. for you. It's what you believe in and what's in your heart. And I just feel like sometimes we so often react to things emotionally and we don't really take the time to just sit in a moment and be like, okay, I feel this way. Okay. Why do I feel this way? Okay. So how can I not feel this way? And then once you start breaking it down into those pieces, you realize, okay, this is just something that needs a conversation. That's it. Absolutely. And I mean, even for me, like learning about what my friends in the planner community who are also in the black community go through, like Siobhan Givens, I don't know if you know her, but she was on the Happy Planner squad and she has been posting in her stories about getting pulled over in her neighborhood for basically no reason. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, you know, Siobhan is a good friend of mine. Like I have loved her and like we have been talking since she started in the planner community Mm -hmm. and you know, I mean, I give her all of my internet hugs and all the things, but like to think that like injustices like that are happening to people that like, this sounds really silly and probably really dumb, but to happen to people that I know personally and that I love and adore, I mean, it just makes, it makes my blood boil. Well, and all it takes really is to have one conversation with one black friend. 
Exactly. That's all it takes. I mean, like yep. I, I, I have a friend that I work with, Andre, that got pulled over and had a gun pulled on him because mm. they thought he was a robbery suspect. Mm. And, you know, in the back of my mind, I was like, these are things that happen to other people that I hear about on the news. Right. These are not things that happen to black people that I know. Right. You know, and then to find out that, you know, it's it's happening everywhere to everybody. Like, this is not this is real. Like, this is yeah. real. This is real. This is the real world that the people that I love and know live in. This is mm-hmm. not something that I can turn my back on anymore. No. Like, this yeah. is. I, I can't live in a quiet little white bubble by myself anymore. And, you know, I, I, we, we've gotten like, we've gotten really, really deep on a yeah. show that is <laughs> usually pretty light and funny. <laughs> I'm but it's sorry. Important. No, it's no, so no, no. It's so, it's so very important to talk about. And um, it's just, it, it has just been, it's just been so eye opening for me in so many ways. And I don't want to be like, okay, well I'm super woke now. Like you said, like we're all, yeah. all of a sudden like, um, I have a, I have a long way to go. And, um, you know, we joked, we joked with Eve when we had her on the show that, um, you know, maybe it's not the best way to educate myself or just spend all of my hours watching Dave Chappelle on Netflix, but you know, it's, it's, it's a step. It, it's, it's, it's a, a step, step in the right, in the right direction. direction. <laughs> it's a right? step in the right direction. Absolutely. Well, what does she call it? She said, somebody has got to make the sandwiches for people who are out there in the streets fighting the battle. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she said, well, every time I watch him on Netflix that I'm supporting the community. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, I was like, well, I guess that is true. Um, you know, but there are things that I have watched on Netflix that, you know, are horror movies to people yeah. in the black community. I mean, yeah. when they see us is a horror movie. I mean, that's it is. horrible. I know so, people who can't even watch that movie um, and they refuse to watch it because they they live through that they time. They live through it. Yep. And mm-hmm. I find my dad, um, he's one of the people and I, man, I'm so thankful for that guy. Like he's just very well knowledge and educated. And when I tell you, he doesn't even have a college degree, but he can go toe to toe with the people who are on jeopardy. I mean, gets all the answers correct. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know why the man had been on there, but, um, <laughs> I'm just really thankful for him and his knowledge that he expresses, but there are some things he cannot watch because he, saw it he was around it my mom grew up in uniontown alabama which is about 45 minutes away from selma alabama which you guys know where the march Mm -hmm, happened mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so you know my mom grew up during those times my mom was still picking cotton i don't don't know if anybody realizes like how close that is for me that my mom was still in the fields is what she called it picking cotton Okay, wow. so when when those types of movies and stuff come out, I, I I can turn and ask my mom, Mom, did you have to do this? Is this something? And my parents are in their seventies, you know. But at the same time, it's like, wow, this wasn't that long ago. No, you know. So Mm-mm. it's still kind of raw and and kind of fresh. And so some people aren't able to to watch that type of stuff happening. But what is important is that those stories continue to be told. They have to be told so that people become aware. And that's what I was going to say is awareness is what is going to help us to grow. When we aren't aware of what's going on around us, it's as simple as us being women. When we get in our cars or when we're out at nighttime, I don't know about y'all, but I check around my car first. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. I only yep. unlock one door before I unlock all the other doors. I mm-hmm. look in my back seat and stuff like that, but that's called yes. awareness, mm-hmm. right? So if we adopt that same principle in any community that we're in, having that awareness of what's going on. So often, um, like in the planner community, we people weren't aware of black owned shops or that there was even a need to say I'm shopping black. Um, mm-hmm. Or that they were needing to support black planners on YouTube. You know, sometimes our channels begin to pop and sometimes they don't. I love everybody. So I want everybody to come and get a piece of this bestie love. But totally. I understand that some people may see these black hands and be like, mm, OK, she doesn't look like me, so I don't want to watch her. But I'm I'm not that person. I, I don't. You know, I feel like I appeal to everyone. Once you get to know me, you have to click inside of that video. So it's that awareness that we have to have of our mindset being changed. And I think if we start operating with awareness, we'll be somewhere better. Right. Yes. I love that. Well, I watch for the nails. Yeah. (laughs) Your nails are gorgeous. Thank you. Um, So I am friends with, um, do you know Shonda from Queen's Fancy Plans and Things? Yes. Okay, um, she and I, um, we used to have a podcast that was just a Happy Planner podcast, mm-hmm. and um, she has beautiful nails too. And yes. when I watch when I watch her videos, like she's a great planner. This is not like to take away from her planning and sticker skills, but um, I like to watch. I I just I get very relaxed like watching her fingers like take the stickers off of the pages and. <laughs> Um, because her, her nails are so pretty Mm -hmm. and you, you did mention in the town hall that you do your own nails. Mm -hmm. So, um, what is that? That's not like a coronavirus thing. You're not doing your nails because you can't go have your nails done. You do your nails because you just enjoyed, is that like relaxing for you? Yeah. So I, I have been getting my nails done since I was in the fifth grade. And so when I think it was like about July of last year. Oh, it's almost been a year now. I'm have to have a nail bursary. Um, so <laughs> I started. I had to switch nail techs because my nail tech moved further away, and her appointments were getting booked up quicker. And I just wasn't getting the quality I wanted because she was having a rush. Because I was, it was just a whole thing. And then I found a new nail tech, and then her schedule was off because she had just had a baby. So you know, any day she would have to cancel on me, and I ain't got time. My nails have to be done because I like my hands on my videos, right? So for me, my nails are a part of my business. And so I started looking into some different ways to do my own nails at home. And I I fell in love with it. It's my me time. It was my me time before uh, getting my nails done with somebody doing them. But it became my me time for me at home, discovering new art, um, discovering new ways to apply nails. I mean, I have truly, I have a nail shop in my room and it's so amazing. Like it just, it's, it brings me life and it, it's something that saves me money, but also brings me joy because I'm doing it myself. And I, I love when people say, girl, your nails look good. Who did them? Me. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, this is pre Corona, but when it, when Corona hit, I was one of the people like, I ain't even got to like, I ain't stressing because I do my nails myself. So I didn't have to worry about it. Yes. I love that. Oh man. Yeah. And I'm looking at your Instagram right now. And, um, this one that you have right now with this pink, how do you do that clear? I guess I should talk to you about that after the show, but this (laughs) one that is like, yeah, you, oh my gosh. I just, no, I think that it's, I think that it's beautiful. And, um, 
you know, you know, I can't pull it off like you can, but I don't oh, know. Look, let me share a little, let me share a little pro tip. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, the, the clear nail is just a clear tip. And then it's what you call foil. So there is a nail glue that you put uh, apply to the nail. And then all you do, just like you would foil stickers, you apply the foil on top of there and press it on and boom, you got your wow. cute little, cute little design. At- Mm-hmm. Wow, that see, and nails have been an issue for Caitlin, especially during the coronavirus. Oh, because my gosh, the struggle. <laughs> she has she has missed her nail lady. Like I think I think that you love her like more than you do your family, Caitlin. I really, <laughs> really do. And it's like okay, so it's more than just like getting my nails done for me. That's like mm-hmm. my one hour where nobody's like, "Mommy, mommy, exactly." Mommy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so, and sometimes I'll throw a pedicure in there because I'm feeling I'm feeling it. So. I am. I'm feeling spicy yeah. today. I, mean, mm-hmm. I know. Treat yourself. Mm-hmm. I know. But the thing is, it's so funny. Whenever I go in there, because I do have, I have a thick brow. Like, I have always had a thick eye, eyebrow. And mm-hmm. they always are like, do you want to get your brows done too? And I'm like, girl, what are you trying to say? <laughs> they, they used to give me like that all the time. Like, I promise you, I kid you not. You get eyebrow today? Yes, I get eyebrow today. Yes, ma'am. Because you're not going to be talking about me and my eyebrows. I know, no. right? And I'm like, She would get okay. me all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, the, the place the place where I go to get my toenails done, they do eyebrow threading. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, that hurts so bad, but they they look so good when you're done. Right? They they Seriously. really do. It it really does hurt. But see, uh, I don't have that. I don't I don't have that beautiful thick brow. My brows are like sparse. I have to fill them in. I want to well, go and have them like tinted. You know how you can have your eyebrows tinted? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, a little microblade. Yeah, yeah. But I'm afraid to do it myself at home. Yeah, um, no, you should not do that. Yeah, I'm afraid that I will really mess it up if I do it myself at home. So, <laughs> okay, but try. If, you have to try. You never know what ha- can happen. Like, if you put some Vaseline it, on the outside, make... you'll be good. Yeah, you will. <laughs> if you did mess it up at home, though, it could be some good content. Like, if you film it, very much so. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and it turns out terrible. <laughs> Oh, that would definitely be living the spice life, wouldn't it? That's yep. Right. See, look, yeah, it's sticking right. on you already. The spice yeah. life, right. living, living the just, spice life. Yes. We're just kind of rebrand you right now. Yeah. Right. If I throw in some eyebrow content over here. <laughs> yes. So you know what time it is. You guys know what time it is. It's currently page Caitlin, How are you enjoying your subscription to the Yay Day Paper Company? I love it. Since we can't leave the house right now, it's been so nice to have a digital service available for my crafting needs. I feel the same. Anytime I feel the urge to make something new, I I just log into my Yay Day Paper Company account and there's tons of fun ideas there. And because it's a monthly subscription service, they add more stuff every few weeks that I can play with. I never get bored. Yes, and I don't feel like I'm breaking the bank because the monthly cost is so affordable. Plus, if I ever get stuck or feel like I don't know what to do, they have videos, online tutorials, and product guides built into the website, so I always find the help I need. Girl, I have needed those tutorials more than once. So have I, but the learning is what makes it so much fun. I know. And right now, Spiced Chaos listeners can subscribe for less than everyone else. Yes, they can. Use code SPICEDYAY to save $5 off a year-long Yay Day subscription and code SPICEDYAY15 to save 15% off anything in their online shop. That's right. Go sign up now, everyone. We're off to craft. It's currently page time. So 
Um, Elaine, Michelle, we want to know all the things that you're doing right now. So, um, okay. you had the notes. Do you, did you like make notes on this so that you'd be ready? Or are you like kind of winging it? Or are you um, gonna... I am, I got the notes and I tried to prepare myself, but if you guys know me, I struggle anyway. It don't matter if I'm prepared or not. So, um, all right. So we will start <laughs> with what okay. are you reading right now? Okay. So the book that I am reading, I do uh, audible books and I'm on, I'm not, let me make sure I say this right. Cause I will tear that up too. I'm not judging you. It says I'm judging you. I'm judging you. There we go. The I'm, do better so manual. It's called I'm judging you. The do mm-hmm. better manual. Wow. Mm-hmm. What is that about? I mean, um, I know so, it sounds like it's about doing better, but yeah. So it's basically like looking at yourself and taking accountability and getting your life together. Like you can do better book. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. I like that Hate one. We need that book. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I need somebody to judge me a little bit because <laughs> it's a struggle bus over here. I feel yes. like I am always telling people like, don't judge me and then make an excuse for some stupid thing that <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Please judge me. Judge me. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, and you, you listened to that on Audible, Caitlin? Does I do. That. I love I do. Audible. I love Audible, especially when the author reads the book themselves because you can get the passion from what they're reading. Reading. Oh, mm-hmm. I, love mm-hmm. I, I really like when the author has a soothing voice because I get like, like that ASMR, like, oh, mm-hmm. mommy, mommy, mm-hmm. I hear we Hold have, on. we have a baby. <laughs> oh, <geez>. um, <laughs> um, okay. So Caitlin, what's next on our, okay. Next on the currently page is what are you planning? <laughs> this is a funny one during quarantine time. What are you planning? Because <laughs> right, nothing, no one's planning anything. <laughs> You know what? I am. I am planning a uh, total takeover. I am ready to take over the world. So I am planning how I can truly make my brand into something that will sustain my lifestyle. Oh, okay. Love that. That sounds. Well, I that think that's perfect. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and when you figure out how to do that, um, let me give you my phone number after the show. And, yeah. Uh, you can give you can give me some <laughs> tips because um, I have no idea yet how to do that either. So. I think that's good. And um, you RV obviously will use your planners to help you with that, I'm guessing. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I will. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like okay, we what do. You, yes. <laughs> well, like some of us. Some of us haven't yeah. used their planners in six <laughs> weeks. But. Oh, you'll get there. You'll get there. I know. I know. I know. Um, okay. So what are you watching? What are you watching right now? Oh, I am watching very much of nothing, honestly. Uh, well, I'm watching. Okay. Let me just be honest. You guys, I'm watching a lot of iPad unboxings. I have fallen into this hole of the iPad Pro. Um, I actually just grabbed me one um, because I, for a month, I have obsessed. Okay, maybe two months. I have been obsessing over the iPad Pro and these unboxings are unbelievably relaxing. So if you have not gotten a chance to watch an iPad Pro unboxing, please take a chance and go down this rabbit hole with me. You will be thoroughly impressed at the quality of these videos. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so I have to give you a warning. Unboxing videos are a gateway. Okay, <laughs> they are. They, they are. are. I don't. Okay, and I've already I've already mentioned ASMR once on this episode, but mm-hmm. unboxing videos are a gateway all the way into the ASMR community. Yes, because those unboxing videos are so relaxing. The first video that I ever watched that like 
made me realize that like I was able to be relaxed by YouTube was an iPhone unboxing video. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh my gosh, watching this person like take the plastic off the outside of the box and amazing. I needed to experience it. I I had to experience that for myself. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, I like nothing more than opening a new Apple product. Like that's Mm -hmm. like one of my favorite things to do, but it led me down the rabbit hole of, can I find more unboxing videos of other things? I am so happy. It's not just me. (laughs) No, that's the only thing on my timeline right now. I have missed so much stuff in the planner community. I almost would have missed this stuff happening. Had someone not like tag me and post it because I've been so watching these people play with plastic. Oh, apples. (laughs) Yes. I will watch. That's so funny that you said that because (laughs) whenever I'm doing like an unboxing of a planner, something I like edit out anytime I'm opening a package with the plastic. I'm like, I bet this is really annoying for people to listen to. No, I leave that in. Anytime I have a new product (sighs) from a company and the plastic is still around it I peel the tape off of the thing <laughs> and slide it out so. funny <laughs> and I actually just um recorded like so I got this iPad like first of all I was it was a whole story behind it but I ended up getting my iPad yesterday and I was I almost couldn't make the video because I was so excited about it. And I cannot wait to like edit this video so I can get my ASMR vibes on. Yes, you can watch your own video. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No, <laughs> I am right there with you. No, I get it. So iPad unboxings. Well, you are you are like you are just a few weeks away from full on like fingernail taps and um, yes. you know, crinkly paper, like you're going to have, they're going to be whispering in your ear pretty soon. Like, hello. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Listen, I said, I, okay. So I want to do like a plan with me and I wanted to do an ASMR plan with me. Cause I just think that would be so cool. Do it. Um, you have I to am do it. So I am naturally a loud person. So <laughs> just, just whisper it. Just, it's just like, whisper. I can't even whisper quietly. It's like, hello. <laughs> it's Michelle. Like my, oh my gosh, voice you're is like horrible. My kids. You're like my children. Yes. My children cannot whisper quietly. Can't whisper for nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was always that kid though. Like my mom would be like, you supposed to whisper. Okay, mom. Like, that's, okay. <laughs> well, if yeah. nothing else, if nothing oh else, it would end up being kind of a funny video I mean mm-hmm. like, I think that it would be very entertaining but Caitlin has said more than once that I need to try to make one like an ASMR planner video yeah Erica um, cannot made one did you see hers I know did she I did. she did um, make one like right at the beginning of her channel but girl okay this I know that I know that we're you know we are questioning our Erin Condren situation right now but you need to go watch Erin Condren unboxings Oh. <laughs> okay. There are some ASMR Aaron Condren unboxings out there that will knock you out. Like you'll be asleep in 30 seconds. Like, oh my God. These these girls out here that are like they'll tap on the box, they tap on the cardboard box, and they're like, I'm here to open my Aaron Condren order. <laughs> and then they pull all the stuff out and the tissue paper is in there and it is just heaven. It is it is amazing. So you got oh your planner goodness. stuff in there with along with your ASMR. It is oh, it is just divine. It's the best. So no, I'm right there with you. I will watch an unboxing all day long. Oh so, my gosh. Okay, I know. have got to 
fall down this trap. Yes, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, all right. What, what's up? We, next? W- what are you eating? And it doesn't have to be right the second, but like, what have you been eating? Is it okay. quarantine snacks? So I don't, you know, I don't have any quarantine snacks, but I had to stop myself from, okay, um, eating chicken wings from this one particular restaurant. Um, they were still open during quarantine. And so I would either go pick it up or I would Uber Eats. And I felt like I was stimulating the community because it was local. But really what I did is put on like 10 pounds of, <laughs> of chicken. Like literally, yes. I had to stop eating the chicken because I was just eating like literally every day I was eating these chicken wings. And they're so good. Matter of fact, I think I might order some today because I haven't had some in a while. But um, yeah, that's what I'm eating. I was eating chicken wings and now I'm kind of hooked on um, uh, Mexican food. I love uh, stick mm. the nachos. and. Yum. Ooh. Yeah, I probably should have ate breakfast this morning before <laughs> I did this because now I'm like, it's either chicken wings or Mexican food today. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I feel like that there is not a day that goes by that I don't have chips and salsa. I eat that like yes. every single day. Right. I don't um, know. Who are these people that don't keep salsa in their house? <laughs> I don't understand it. So the last time I cleaned out my refrigerator, I had nine jars of salsa. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. and I'm just mm-hmm. over here I get the Costco tub like I get the tub of oh, salsa wow. from Costco well no oh, it's just wow. every time every time I place a grocery order I'm like do I have salsa I don't know I'm not gonna go <laughs> and then I just order some more exactly so, yeah and I end up with like nine jars of salsa so um are your chicken wings are they hot are they like really hot are they mm-hmm. like spicy just season just season when give me some good season wings I'm good to go Okay, and do they have? Ooh. Are they are they boneless? Or I'm like trying to live vicariously through. They're bone bone in bone in. Okay, uh-huh. all right. And I would get the fries with no seasoning, and then mm. I would get a piece that they had like a side order of corn. Oh my oh, life! Yes. Yeah, yeah, my life was complete. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah. that makes man. me want to get wings. There's a wings place in Portland that's like <laughs> a local restaurant called Fire on the Mountain. I think I need to order from them. Yeah. See, I I can eat wings, but I can only eat them when I'm by myself. Exactly. Because <laughs> I don't just, want any judgment. <laughs> no, I don't do a good job gnawing on things in front of other people. Um, so like when I'm around other people, I order them boneless so that I can eat them like with a fork, like I'm dainty or something. Um, mm-hmm. But when I'm by myself, I can gnaw on a rib or a chicken wing or a corn on the cob. Like I can I can really get down on it if I'm alone. But, you know, when I'm with other people, like, I don't want it to get all over my face. Like, I get really self-conscious because I'm a big girl and people judge big girls when they're eating. Like, they really do. (laughs) You know? Which is another problem. That's another uh, problem. I go to the club and I I took my, I brought my friends down here and I took them to the place that I knew had some good chicken wings, good music. And that's, that's me. Good music, good drinks and good chicken wings. That's how, you know, I'll be in the place. So um, I sit at the bar. And this man, I was eating my chicken wings. He sent me an order of chicken wings over there. I said, thank you, sir. Because you, if you want to know the way to get to my heart, baby, send me some chicken wings. I don't care how big. Well, I live in the South. So the more cushions to the pushing you got, the more yes. they, you know, they, yes. they kind of go for you anyway. So that man, that mm-hmm. day, he proved to me that like, oh, okay, we, this is okay. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to eat my chicken wings. So I'm telling you that to say, girl, eat your wings. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I had a guy one time send me a basket of fries at a bar. That is awesome. And I was like, yeah, he can get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can get yeah. It. Yes. Because, Slide on over. <laughs> yeah, because I I, do, I love fries. 
I mean, <laughs> you know, if I, I already had a drink, I needed right. something to eat. So uh-huh. it was like, See? that was like the most creative pickup I had ever had before. So just sending over the basket of fries, I guess. I mean, right. I was much thinner then. So maybe I looked like I needed to eat. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Well, if a man can feed you, I mean, that's a win. That's yeah. a win for me. If you can feed me, we are good yeah. to go. Me me and my ex-boyfriend would go. He knew, like, when he would, like, really mess up. He, I have a favorite restaurant here in Memphis. It's called Blue Monkey because they have um, they sell spaghetti at a bar. I don't know. It's the craziest thing, but it's the best spaghetti you will ever find. So um, he bar? knows when he mess spaghetti up. Mm-hmm. at a bar. He would take me, he would take me there. He'd be like, come on, I'm going to take you to Blue Monkey. Yes, please. All is well. You are forgiven. That's right. <laughs> um, okay. So what are you loving right now? What are you loving? Um, I am loving, honestly, the conversations that I have been afforded during this time. That has been the most healing thing for me is just having conversations with people and being able to affect change. Oh, that's awesome. And I, you know what, I feel the same. And I know that, you know, Caitlin does too. We've, yes. Yeah. We've, we've been able to go really deep with people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that, um, I feel like I've learned more in the past few months than I ever have. So I love Mm -hmm. that. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, and do you feel like, um, you know, when you, when you've been able to talk to people and have good conversations that, you know, people are changing and growing and, and, um, yeah, you know, kind of, are they receptive to what you are putting out? Yeah, I honestly feel like people are finally listening and not just, well, let me say they're actually hearing us and not just listening. Like Mm -hmm. our voices are being heard. And that part of it means more to me than anything where I'm having aha moments with people where they're like, oh, wow, never thought about it that way. And that Mm -hmm. in itself is, is good for me to know that People are actually hearing what we're saying. Yeah, I love it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. And that's mm-hmm. and it's very reassuring to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is really good because I feel I don't know. I feel like I've almost had a the opposite experience. I feel like I'm getting a lot of pushback. I mean, I got kicked out of a dang duck Facebook group for saying that, you know, all this stuff is not political. It's Mm -hmm. human rights. right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I don't know, my parents are very stuck in their ways. So really trying to work on them. So it is good to hear that you are here having some more positive experiences and that people are receptive for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. What is what is up next? All right. What are you dreaming right now? Ooh. Ooh. Um, I have very weird dreams. Um, I'm actually somehow I become a superhero in my dreams. Uh, (laughs) It's because you're a superhero in real life. Is that what it is? Because I literally like be saving lives and stuff. And then falling off of cliffs is it's quite amazing what happens in my dreams. Um, I take melatonin before I go to sleep. And so I think some of that plays a part in it. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm dreaming about being a superhero. Oh, yes. (laughs) Those melatonin dreams, though, man, those are real. Those. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Are those Mm -hmm. similar to pregnancy dreams? I remember having some of these like crazy dreams when I was pregnant, but they were so vivid. It was Mm -hmm. almost like I was watching a movie. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Same type of atmosphere. Melatonin dreams are just, (laughs) yep, pregnancy dreams right there. 
Oh, yeah, man. but but melatonin dreams are the best ones. Like sometimes I'll pop a couple just so I can have like a cool <laughs> night of dreams. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> because you can you can do stuff in your dreams that like don't ever happen in real life. So exactly. like that's a it's a fun time while you're sleeping. But no, I've never been a superhero in a dream. I'm kind of jealous. Like that's <laughs> that's not a role that I've um but yeah, I've never, I've never been able to, I've never been able to say that I've been a superhero. So like you're saving people's lives. And so, you know what? I think that that is like kind of, if I can interpret a dream a little bit, it's kind of like what you're doing in your real life, mm-hmm. but it's like a little bit more literal in your dreaming, you know, like, yeah. so you're kind of like hypothetically saving lives in real life, but you're literally doing it in your dreaming life. Does that, does that kind of, does that yeah. make any sense yeah. or do mm-hmm. I just yeah. sound like a yes. crazy person? I think you're right on track. That's kind of what yeah. I was going for, that you're like a, a figurative superhero, right, mm-hmm. in real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool. So, okay, taking it now really deep um, for some, we can have a little therapy session here. What are you feeling? <laughs> what are you feeling right now? Um... Ooh, I am feeling, actually, I'm actually in a really good place. So there's, I'm just feeling excited and hopeful and, and at peace. That's what I'm feeling right now. Awesome. Peace is good. Mm-hmm. Are you feeling yes, peaceful, peace. Caitlin? Um, Maybe not I right mean, this moment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm trying. I We have a lot of like personal stuff going on. There's some beef with my husband and my parents happening right now. So I'm actually kind of feeling the stress bubble, but I'm hoping to get back to some, some peace, uh, in a bit. So, but I mean, when I'm home, like with my family, I feel like I'm pretty peaceful, but, um, I don't know. (laughs) We won't get into my therapy (laughs) session now. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) Yeah. We haven't really addressed that on the show at all. Like what's going on with your, with your family and all that stuff because we've yeah. been, well, and because we've had a lot of other stuff to talk about and well, and geez, I just don't even want to think about it. And I don't <sighs> want to take up space with my, like, I don't want to take attention away from anything else that's going on with my little personal, whatever. problems. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I have been like, I have been so trying to reiterate on the show that the pain that I have felt during my separation, mm-hmm. um, does not at all, um, you know, mirror or, you know, have any, it's not at all the same as the pain that the black community is feeling Mm -hmm. right now. Um, that, Mm -hmm. you know, my separation is, is, is my own stuff and that there's bigger stuff happening in the world and what's going on. So much bigger. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, coming into this new month and, you know, coming into kind of week six of my separation, like I'm starting to feel a little bit of peace too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good yeah so um you know since we're kind of going through the currently page we can say that um you know peace is uh, it's smiling season mm-hmm. yes it's smiling season that's right yeah, it's it definitely smiling season uh so what are you listening to oh i am listening to john legend and tiana taylor Ooh, oh i love very, john legend nice. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. his new album is everything Oh, I have not downloaded that. I'm going to have to check that out because his voice, I don't know what it is, but his voice is just so soothing. Man, he's got one of those those voices that like just kind of breaks my heart. Like he just kind of makes me want to cry when I hear it. Um, (laughs) That's right. And um, I I saw him just the other night. I watched the um, Dave Chappelle get the Mark Twain Award on Netflix, and um, mm-hmm. I was like, man, how does Dave Chappelle just know everybody? Because here comes John Legend <laughs> just like coming out, and 
You know, I was just yeah. like, I wish I knew all these people, but um, God, John Legend is a beautiful man, y'all. He is, and he, he has is. a beautiful wife. I can't think of her I name know. off the top of Chrissy my head. Chrissy Teigen? Chrissy Teigen. Oh, yes, Chrissy Teigen. I knew she and was a model, really and like, I could together. see her, but yeah. They are. They're the cutest couple ever, too. Like, they, they are. Really they really are. Seem, yeah, and hopefully quarantine won't break them up like it has everybody else. Right? It, it seems to be doing pretty good. Like, yeah. yeah. I love that they keep, you know, they're very funny together. Like, they are, by funny, I mean, they just get each other. Yes, mm-hmm. they're, like, and, very and connected. Yeah, and they're yeah. lighthearted, and they just have fun together. So, I, I think they'll be good. Yeah, they, yeah, seem, so they seem like down-to-earth celebrities, you know? Like they really do. hmm Yeah, especially considering... Um, First of all, what she looks like. I mean, I don't know right. how anybody's allowed to look like that. <laughs> right. Um, oh and gosh. then how talented right. he is. And then the fact that they, you know, just get to be together all the time. Like, how, and they have this you, beautiful child. And, can you imagine, uh, can you imagine what it would be like to like be a fly on the wall in that house? Like, I, just I bet can't. it would be so fun. I think they need a reality show. Like that would Ooh. be bomb. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would. I don't think they would ever do that though. They're too Probably not. for that. <laughs> but I would love that. <laughs> but Yeah. <laughs> Um, All right, and last but not least, what are you drinking? Oh, um, I am drinking Pepsi. That's okay. that's it. I am on a complete binge. I told you guys I'm really trying to be connected to everything that's like going on around me and walking in my purpose. So I have cut out like I don't even drink wine. I don't drink any alcohol or anything right now. Um, I'm not doing anything that would inhibit my thinking. And so, uh, yeah, I'm drinking Pepsi. That's as Oh, wait, and a Red Bull watermelon. Oh, Leanne loves a Red Bull. (laughs) Wait, Red Bull has watermelon? (laughs) Yes, ma'am. And let me tell you a little secret. If your gas station don't have it, your Sonic will. Because Sonic has a watermelon uh, Red Bull slush that you can get to. Oh, Leanne. There Mm -hmm. is a Sonic down the street. And y'all, Sonic has the best ice, okay? Mm -hmm. That is the best ice. Did y'all know that you can buy Sonic ice in a 10-pound bag? Yeah, you can for, like, your parties and stuff. (gasps) Yes, you can. I had no idea. Yeah. No, you can go to Sonic and buy a ten pound bag of ice and bring it home and put it in your refri- put it in your freezer and it'll come out of your ice dispenser. Oh, that would mm-hmm. be lovely. That pebble ice. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Sometimes my dad will show up and just surprise me with like a big bag of Sonic ice and I'll go <laughs> and like dump out the ice that my ice maker made and like replace it with that Sonic ice. Oh, I love it so much. Oh, but that is awesome. watermelon Red Bull sounds like the greatest. Now, <laughs> now, I'll, now listen to me. I I don't want to eat a watermelon. I don't eat melon. No, okay. me what? neither. Me oh neither. I don't like watermelon. I, mm-hmm. watermelon. I like artificial watermelon flavoring. Yes. What? Yes, but yes. actual watermelon does nothing for me. I, no. I don't get it. Oh my goodness! No, I, I don't love it. No, I don't eat a melon. No melons for me. No, no. Me neither. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I like a lot of fruit. I like mm-hmm. a strawberry and a grape mm-hmm. and an apple and a banana and all that stuff. But I do not. I'm not into melons. So oh, because man. I was at my parents' house the other night and they were like, "Do you want some watermelon?" And I was like, "I do not want any of that." <laughs> um, so I, but no, I, I anything that is watermelon flavored, I love watermelon bubblelicious. Ooh, the bubble gum, I love that. Um, I've got a watermelon lip balm that I love. Mm. Um, yeah, so I love that. I've never heard of watermelon Red Bull. I got to go find it. That's like my yeah, mission for this weekend. It's amazing. Okay, well, thank you. You have just changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. Well, this has been like. The, the best. funnest two hours of my <laughs> life. Yes, I know. And like I said, I've known you for years, but I don't feel like we've really gotten to like sit down and chat very much because mm-hmm. we're both just so busy. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm so happy that we got to talk and like I Yay. got to get a little deeper with you. Me too. I am really excited. This was fun. It didn't even feel like it until I like looked up. I was like, oh my gosh, I probably <laughs> talked them to death. <laughs> no, it's great. I only noticed because my littles woke up, but they're doing good. Delilah's sharing her Barbies with her four-year-old brother right now. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. Oh, look at how sweet those babies are, Kate. No, they can love each other. They can do it. <laughs> You're always talking some smack about those children, but they are just the most precious little babies. They are. They are. And I do love them. I do talk a lot of smack about my kids, but I do love them. (laughs) (laughs) They just have really big personalities. (laughs) So, um, Michelle, can you tell everybody again where they can find you? Yes. uh, You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Elaine Michelle Official or on YouTube at Elaine Michelle. Or you can find me in my shop. It's Elaine Michelle Studio. My website, of course, I would love for you guys to come over to my website because that's where I make some extra coins at. It's www.elainemichelle.com. Oh, that is very, like, that is something, elainemichelle.com, right? Mm -hmm. That's official, Mm -hmm. official. Mm -hmm. That is, like, that's the most (laughs) official. (laughs) Okay, so, well, um, yeah, this has been really awesome. And if you guys are not already following her, then... um, I what mean, are you doing with your life? You do it. Put your phone down while you're listening to this video. Um, just because she is so incredible. And I I claimed her before she knew who I was. So, um, <laughs> yes. Um, yes, because I saw you were in a, t- I was watching the town hall on my phone and you were in a tiny little box at the top of the screen. And I was like, yep, that's going to be my new best friend. <laughs> she's ready for this storm but here it comes and um and Get ready um, for all the dms like, yes. I, am, I am so excited i think like we have so much in common and didn't really realize it so yeah i'm excited hey bestie. yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna be like so what should i watch on netflix tonight and you can just right. tell me what to watch exactly what, i got yeah, you so, mm-hmm. or when i need like nail advice or anything oh yeah I'm just gonna, mm-hmm. whatever so yes but anyway <laughs> Um, you guys, as always, can find Caitlin at Creating in Chaos underscore official on Instagram and Creating in Chaos on YouTube and Patreon. And she also hangs out quite a bit at the Spice Chaos podcast Instagram. And she also plays with ducks at <laughs> Ducking Chaos underscore official on Instagram. And her ducks <laughs> are super cute. That and I do. they are growing up. And what, one of the things that I've noticed about her ducks is that they come in the house and then they go out of the house and then they, they come do. in the house and then they go out of the house. <laughs> they do. Oh they do. We even so, put a towel down for them on the couch because they're like our little, they're like our little babies. They're couch ducks. They're <laughs> they definitely are. little couch ducks. So mm-hmm. um, oh, that wow. is Caitlin. So go and find her. <laughs> if you're listening to us and you haven't found Caitlin yet, then go and find her. You can find Leanne on Instagram at Spice Plants and on YouTube under the same handle. And you can also find her uh, doing all the Animal Crossing things. And I bet she'll be doing more because I heard there was an update over on Spice Horizon. (laughs) And of course, you can also find her running around the podcast Instagram and all of the things. Yes, that is right. And I wanted to just say real quick to everyone who's listening, we have a Zoom meeting on Friday nights, you guys. And... We have been we have been doing this for a while now, a few of us. And if anyone mm-hmm. is interested in joining the Friday night planner girl Zoom meeting, 
send a DM to the Spice Chaos podcast Instagram, and we will send you a link because the Zoom meeting is getting really fun, y'all. Um, it is, yeah. Yeah, the Zoom meeting is getting really fun. Um, we had the Zoom meeting last night, and it went on until like 1.30 in the morning. We were partying and drinking and just having a really great time over there on Zoom. And, you know, that's one of the things that I would say has come out of quarantine that's been really good. Because Mm -hmm. we have ways to get together now that nobody ever thought of before. Totally. Except Um, me. I was all in the virtual world forever. Well, yes. Caitlin has been (laughs) virtual for quite some time. But I I have not. And then when we realized we don't have to, like, go to a different state to have a planner meetup, we can have a planner meetup every week on, you know, on Zoom. So that's right. awesome. Yeah. So we get our planners out and we put stickers in our planners and we talk and we chat and we just have a good time. So if you're interested in joining our Friday night Zoom meeting, we would love to have you. So just send a DM and we will do that. And um, again, Elaine, Michelle, you are amazing and fantastic. And Thank everything you so that you have much. said has just yes. been has just been awesome. And um, I know that, you know, our listeners probably just are just dying. This episode has been so good. So um <laughs> But anyway, you guys, everyone have a wonderful, wonderful week. And um, we will talk to you in the next one. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.